Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Toot toot, M Train. Tweet tweet. Z Money. Z Money. Z Attack. Z Attack. Rough, rough, E Dog. <laughs> Is that like the dog version of an E Girl? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're a wrestling podcast on the Israel Podcast Network. Uh, check us out. Uh, you are checking us out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, you also really listen to us. Yeah, pause, pause, pause this and go listen to us. Check yeah, it, it out. Is, it is nine thirty in the morning. All right, it's ten o'clock in the morning. Dude, I know. I got. I I have my belly is recently full of French toast because we had mm-hmm. it. We bought. We bought one of those big baguettes. Matthew, we've had this conversation Sorry. already. Sorry. I have a big belly full of. I got a big belly full of free, I got a big belly full of freedom toast and yeah, that's uh, better next thing you know you're gonna be shaving with a Gillette. <laughs> yeah, I probably need to to be honest. That's how, mustache how, trying to get up into my how mouth. How dare you disrespect our country? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Alan. Ranch. Do you watch French films? <laughs> I like uh, G- Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> oh, whatever happened to that guy? I'm guessing he's making movies back in France. I don't know. I thought he died because he was an alcoholic. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's, one of, it's in the he's in the middle somewhere. He's not a twenty-five-year-old writer. No, no. At a certain point, it catches up to you. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's. We got a big show today. We're talking about. Well, how- <laughs> that's exactly where my mind went. Through. It was, yeah. Well, we actually, it's more like we have the giant. Yeah. We yeah. Have we have the show we today. Have the giant. Oh, the death. The, the, the death-defying giant. I hope. You're ready. I have so many questions. I am so excited. But first, let's. I do... probably don't have that many answers. There aren't <laughs> <That's> answers. <okay. laughs> um, let's get into uh, what happened this week. What happened? Um, um, I was supposed to be the one who watched Raw and talked about it. Um, I didn't have time. What? But I, I, I feel like I, 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 I watched Raw, but I also have no idea what happened. Well, I also heard there wasn't a retribution segment. And that's what I care about on Raw the most. And oh, it was the uh, fucking draft, duh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so, do you guys week. just want to run down the draft, like in general? Yes. Yeah, yeah it okay. sucked. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, so I do have, I do have all the, uh, the, the list of names that were drafted to SmackDown. Oh, okay. Um, wow, I just have the whole list of everyone. I, I have um, NXT stuff. Okay, tight. I guess I watched AEW for some reason. <laughs> I, I also like watched both. I watched so. AEW this I, week. It was fun. It was fine. Oh. It was like we'll, we'll get to it eventually. It wasn't yeah. terrible, but <laughs> we'll see how my morning freaking energy is when we start wasn't getting a, heated. Wasn't oh. a big anniversary show as they, oh, uh, it was. It, it, it was. was a, it, it happened. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Matt. So do you want to just run down? What you have, and then I guess I'll just go through Raw later. Yeah, well, I mean, so the the draft picks to SmackDown, some of them stayed, you know, some of them went. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got, you know, with you know certain similar faces. We got Roman Reigns. We got yeah. Sam, Samuel Zayn. These were all the, picked. The, talking about the Tribal Chief. Yeah, Sam Zayn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the but, Great Liberator. Wasn't the Liberator? I remember this in like a bunch of magazines. Was that like that sex wedge? 
I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. The I, I, and that's I, also I, what they called Sami Zayn. I would not be surprised if it was called that, but sex wedge is Sami Zayn. <laughs> but, I mean, Todd had like a wedge sex wedge. Todd used to have one when I lived with him, but it wasn't like for sex. It was like for his back because it was all fucked up. Uh, but we used to just give him shit and say he had the sex wedge. No, I don't, man. I don't fuck, okay? But then, but then, it, but inadvertently, you actually planted the seeds, and then exactly. all of a sudden, and then he did start fucking it. <laughs> You're not supposed to fuck. No, it. it's like to assist it's, you in fucking. I don't yeah, know what it like is. Help you with it's like just like a wedge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's oh. Angle, it's just an angle device. I yeah. know what. Okay. Ba, 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 ba. I see. You can't have sex with it unless you cut a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, sex you can have sex. You cut yeah. a hole in it. Yeah, that's what this podcast is mostly about. Well, yeah, I, I mean, like, that's definitely penis-centric, but, Zach you know. just went on mute to cough, and um, soundless coughs fuck me up. <laughs> you, can, you can see it's a real cough, but <laughs> there's nothing that came out. <laughs> All right, let's talk big. Let's talk big draft of SmackDown. You know, yeah. maybe potentially the biggest is the... Uh, Lars Sullivan? The Friday night savior Seth Rollins. Um, you should you should like really lean into the like, religious aspects of the gimmick. Become the Friday night father, and there's like yeah. a priest. He starts coming out as a priest. He just like stops. Head. He stops wrestling altogether and just starts talking about God all the time. Isn't Devon a producer or something these days? Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Oh man, <laughs> it'd be like going to like, a fucking four today show. It's like they just stop playing and just start praying. Yeah. And Isa or Isa, AJ just comes out. He's like, "I wanted this gimmick, man. I, I this really is literally my man. Seth this doesn't even believe in Jesus. Virginity Christ. rocks. <laughs> <laughs> my son's never gonna fuck. Because if he does, he's gonna rip a hole straight through that woman, mm-hmm. just like I almost did. <laughs> His genetics are too dangerous. <laughs> like Superman, you can't unleash that on the world. <laughs> like AJ, will you please stop talking about your son's semen? <laughs> Um who else? Alistair Black. Smackdown. That's a cool one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, he needs a new some, some new scenery, I think. Yeah, except they're doing this thing where they draft full feuds. There's a reason. Yeah, they did, because we also saw Dominic and and his pop pop Ray. Uh, get drafted over to SmackDown, which I like. I think of Rey Mysterio as a SmackDown guy. I think that's just from my my, my, my days, and uh, and I'm happy to see him back there. I think that's going to be pretty cool. On the blue brand. On the blue brand with King Corbin. Of course. And Apollo Crews. I, I, just because of like Corbin for the most part, except when uh, they were a constable, um, has been on SmackDown. So I also think of Baron Corbin as a SmackDown guy. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. been since the move to Fox, so. Yeah, like all in all with the draft, I, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't think there's any. SmackDown is the show to me that seems like it's like has more people that I'm interested in. Like in yeah. Raw, definitely, I think got the short end of least with how my interests lie. Yeah, and also yeah. I think I think it, that like Raw has kind of actually been stronger the last year, so it's been it's time to give SmackDown a little, little kick in the butt. Yeah. yeah, and like no surprise, like the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey stayed, and so Sasha stayed. Which yeah, that makes sense. I'm happy about that. That would have been even though you could have split what's them up. The, and and what, build. what's the biggest news though coming out of the SmackDown 
the drafticle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Debra's back. Uh, oh, Carmella. Carmella's going to be on SmackDown. You're right, Isai. Thank you. Um, the um, New Day. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get. Yes, okay. Yeah, the New Day, Big E is staying on SmackDown, but his brethren are not. They won the, won the tag team champs on SmackDown. They just did a fucking title so, for title swap. With the, they need the, they needed to explain this a lot more. So yeah, they they won the titles from Cesaro and Shinsuke, and that set up um, Kofi and Xavier getting drafted to the Raw, but then SmackDown keeping Big E. But like they like they didn't explain like why Raw wouldn't just pick the whole New Day, especially because SmackDown got all of fucking Retribution, right? Yeah, was yeah, it? And then, yeah. And so it's like Raw had the pick first. And, like, I loved uh, Xavier's response, by the way. What about E? You didn't say E's name. Why didn't you mm-hmm. say E? Like, they were so good in this, like, last week. Like, oh, from, yeah. Um, last week to yesterday. Yesterday's promo. I watched that this Saturday. morning. Yeah. It was so good. And also, there's another video that they did online, an exclusive backstage. It was so good. Um, they wrestled so good in their match yesterday. I went back and just, like, watched everything they did. And it was just... Fucking phenomenal. Xavier already looks on point. Like, oh yeah, he comes back after like a year off on an injury where you don't know if you can really come back mm. or be the same, and he looks great. Yeah, like not to like the comparison is just kind of easy, but like even like Ember Moon, you could see a couple spots where she like mm. seemed a little shaky, like, and it's for the same injury. You know, they both had the same injury, and Xavier did not at all. Yeah, it's no, wild. Definitely. But um, <laughs> they, I just feel like they needed to do a better job of explaining why, like, SmackDown um, would, like, I mean, Rob wouldn't take Big E. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they said, like, they, like, negotiated a deal because um, SmackDown has had, you know, the new day. And it's like, we didn't get them because of injuries and this, this, and that. So we feel like they didn't fulfill the contract. Like, something like, just something stupid. Just to say, okay, well, they made a deal where Xavier and Kofi will go to Raw, but SmackDown gets to keep Big E. Yeah. yeah Anything just to explain why they like, why I agree. Up because it's stupid to split. Like, Raw also drafted Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, who've been a tag team. And its precedent set is you can just draft a tag team. So why wouldn't you just draft both of them? They wasted yeah. a pick, like, yeah. you know, two rounds later on have- Dana Brooke. Because they have so many more picks. Well, I think, yeah, huh? Seriously, though, but uh, it—I uh, don't—I don't dislike the idea of having Big E do his own thing and then having Xavier and Kofi do their own thing. I don't, yeah, but like you're saying, a little bit more storyline, a little bit more reasoning behind it. Even if it's just like Adam Pierce wouldn't stop crying, so we had to let him keep Big E. Sorry, <laughs> scrap. Iron. But Adam Pierce also, yeah, scrap iron. Um, that's uh, Adam Pierce's nickname. Oh. Mm-hmm. His name is his his Twitter handle is Scrap Daddy. Oh shit! That's why I that's why I can't take that handle. Yeah, he's uh he's also a big Packers fan. He seems like a pretty good dude, and um he lit Colt Cabana on fire. So. He was a TNA guy, right? Uh, NWA. Ring of Honor. Oh, okay. And yes, he was actually the head booker for Ring of Honor for a few years before Cornette came into power. And now he's just like the authority figure, but not really. Yeah, he's just yeah. the GM the, now that they don't have GMs. He's the intern. Yeah, yeah he's supposed to be just like a, a biasless like person to get like the 
news from the office on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> or like the New yeah. Day, like I hope they could even like I don't know if they actually ever addressed or all of the like trades and like picks to be named later that they had they've used for storyline over since the move to Fox, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm sure that they could just say like, even if there isn't one of those still hanging out there, just say that. Yeah. Just, Hey favorite brother. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the future considerations that they retained the the rights to Biggie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like raw did try to draft. And that even like would put Biggie over even more. Say that raw did draft, the new day, but SmackDown said no. Like we're we keep, the we're using, yeah, we're using this draft pick that we've been holding on to all year to hold on to Biggie. Yeah, yeah, that right there. It seemed like, like he's a. It seemed like he's covetable. Like, oh man, this guy. I want plus, you, so you get people who you get that babyface sympathy because he lost his best friends, but also it's like, oh wow, they really see something in this guy. Oh, Biggie, he's hot, so hot right now, dude. <laughs> I love, dude, he's been gyrating like a motherfucker, though, and I love mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, so uh, a couple of just big acquisitions for SmackDown. I thought it was really good that uh, a good pick for SmackDown to get Bianca Belair, even yes, though they've like been that. running all her promos on Raw, so it's a little bit of a swervy doodle. But uh, it, yeah, that one's going to be huge. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think they, they officially split up the Icornics. Billy Kay is on SmackDown. I'm pretty sure Peyton Royce is on Raw now. Uh, she was on main event. They oh. used the pick for Billy Kay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the freak Lars Sullivan uh, looking for booty picks over on SmackDown. Yikes. A roll up. Yeah. We, wow. We not so good. Uh, Shorty G. How fun. How fun is that? Um, right. Yeah. I think, you know, both Usos, Kevin Owens, what I thought was really awesome uh, on yesterday as, as of when we're <laughs> recording this uh, sm- SmackDown, they uh, just they said Jey Uso, yeah. They didn't. They, um, they just said Jey Uso, but I, yeah, I it, feel like that's both. Well, it's just oh, because uh, injured only... people, injured like people who were injured aside from Charlotte for some reason, because um, Charlotte, and, yeah, weren't in the draft. Yeah, yeah. And I doubt they're going to split the Usos up, but I don't know though because Naomi's on Raw. Yeah, it doesn't matter but, right now because they're not touring. Because they're in the Thunderdome. Okay, okay, That's what okay. I was thinking too. I was like, Checks I mean, they did split up the 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 new day, but they're gonna see each other all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Otis, Otis went to SmackDown. Tucky mm. went to Raw. That doesn't Ooh. make any sense to me. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. They're, they're splitting them up to split them up. I feel so bad for Tucker because like he's got nothing to like, go. They, they were running. They were running kind of hot, and Tucker was being like the the cool friend. It's like you know what you can really build like. To me, I'm like this is the next Jim Duggan. This is this is oh, the yeah. next this is the next big cast. Ooh. Oh, I, hope. Ooh, I like the Jim Duggan one better. But he's, oh, he's no. so much he's so much better in the ring than Big Cast, though. Like, but, hey, what did was, you say? What did you say to me, short guy? Uh, what did you say to me? Was, he's Cass a lot better than the ring without Enzo. Like, but t- Tucker was, could be uh, Tucker is a solid tag team wrestler at at the very least. Cass wasn't true. even that. That's true. That's very true. He was just big and you can't teach that. But I feel like WWE will see it the same. And he'll he'll go, he'll disappear. The thing is, though, he's big. That's like his, um, that's going to be his saving grace is he's big. And he can do a moonsault. Yeah, which is fucked up. (laughs) Y'all remember when he was in the greatest Royal Rumble for no reason? And Mm -hmm. then like Dan Matha 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, you know what they did, though, on SmackDown yesterday that I thought was good is they set up a nice storyline with the returning Daniel Bryan to, uh, and yes. Seth Rollins. That's going to be a really good, a real good uh, first out of the gate for Seth on SmackDown. 2014, 2015 ass feud, if I ever seen it. That's <laughs> yeah. very good. But, oh, it cracked me up so hard because Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was just like, Seth, like, just straight up, like, word for word. He's like, Seth, your thing is dumb. This is dumb. It's like, I'm not dumb. You're dumb. And then just beat the so shit out of Daniel Bryan. What's Bryant. really funny is Bryan's at, like, Bryan came part back. of the creative team now, him and Edge. Mm. And also, yeah. you can tell very much that uh, Bryan just kind of has free reign to talk. Yeah. They don't want to lose him, like, no. for anything. You know, like, they just let him do his thing. They, like... It's a mixture of like them trusting him and them being terrified of him going to AEW. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, or just uh, leaving in general because like he's one of their stars, and as much as they hate to admit it, they know it's like <sighs> shit. He's one of our like if you think of like the the company of full time people, like, he's like in the top five. And he not only that as far as star power, he's just as far as he's maybe the best wrestler like between oh, yeah. character work and in ring work. And just everything. Yeah. Um, I think he is the best wrestler over the last, like, since his return, you know, three years yeah. ago. Like, I, I think so, he is number one in the world. Like, obviously, it's it's kind of a mute point right now. But, like, that's a marquee name. Like, you see Daniel Bryan's coming to town, you know, like, oh, I'll go to the WWE show. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's a reason why they uh, promoted that he was going to be in the Thunderdome. Because he's a marquee name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. It'll just be fun. Um, uh kevin also got drafted to smackdown yep kevin's on there kevin and sammy are back on the same brand Mm -hmm. yeah this is this is what i want i want (laughs) sammy action annoy kevin incessantly like he probably is going to backstage Mm -hmm. yes i want a faction of kevin sammy and brian i I I also want them to feud for i also want them to feud i don't because all three of them can talk and That's like, true. And also, all three of them, um, like, would I would want to be the head guy. Yeah, that's true. They I just really just, like. They really should just feud. Like that should be the intercontinental feud. Like yeah. has Alistair Black into that, and like those four should be the ones like passing around that belt. Like, Maybe the new each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm some Chad Gable in there or slide. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And I mean, Baron Corbin. That's a SmackDown Six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to ruin. So much with Baron Corbin. I mean, I, again, I personally blame all of you for Baron Corbin. He's, he'd just be at, like Edge for this version of the six because Edge wasn't that good when it when it all started, but then he got there by working with those guys. Like honestly, yeah, like true. look at Baron Corbin's work last year in King of the Ring when he was working with really really good people. Saudi and Ricochet. It was, it was good. Like he has the athletic ability. He does. He just has to have someone pull it the fuck out of him and have like him be like let him do like the shit R- that Randy Orton says Baron Corbin's boring yeah so like <laughs> just put him with the right people and those other five I think would like if they let it could be good but, and, and then just... Baron Corbin has a live sex celebration <laughs> fuck dude that's the, day I stop. that's the day I stop watching just that's the day in, I start just think in 20 years when there's this big Royal Rumble, and we start. We hear this random music, and it's that Baron Corbin. No, it starts with the 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 king. The choirs, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're just like, oh no, is it? Is it? It's. Oh my god. Uh, you know, I, I can see. Checked out. I could see Baron having a, a Miz like career yeah. where he just gets so hated until he's been around long enough that everyone's like, "All right, you're fine." Whatever. Well, I don't. I, I, don't. <laughs> I mean, he'd have to I, do a lot of work. That was my hope for him until Cameron Grimes came along and just took that spot in my heart. <laughs> Fuck if that ain't true. Cameron though. Grimes Ooh. has the hypothetical Baron Corbin spot in my heart, but for uh-huh. now, so he's um, what Elias Corbin so should have been, like, because oh, he can wrestle. He's so annoying, and, but he's so fucking good. Yeah. Or Damian yeah. Priest could also be what they needed Baron Corbin to be when he was the lowest. Seriously, like Big the guy. two both of them. Yeah. Uh, 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 the last little bit about SmackDown, I'm cautiously optimistic to see Apollo Crews back there. I feel like he got a little bit of a uh, – his wick got lit a little bit and uh, on Raw, and it'd be cool to see him come back onto SmackDown and really fucking hey, kick him There's the ass. other guy you could toss in that – uh, Intercontinental feud, like right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can also, we'll even say a, the SmackDown Seven, right there. Yeah. There's your mid card. We'll keep them and all solid. A, that's a good feud for Biggie too. I think like a good first feud. Yeah, Apollo Crews can work with well, anybody. Well, the thing is, Biggie's been running single anyways for a few months because mm-hmm. Kofi's been out. I yeah, think yeah. this is their test run to see if they're going to split him up, and well, it worked because Biggie's just fucking good and he's so charismatic. Oh yeah, he's like, he isn't the best in the ring. That that feud with Sheamus. Yeah, and so I yeah I feel like going to the Intercontinental feud after your Sheamus feud is um would be a, a step down because like Sheamus and I think in their eyes and in mine is kind of the gatekeeper to like the main event level. It's him and Dolph. Yeah, him and him and Dolph. Yeah, good point. I I could honestly see like Biggie's next big program being with like Corbin or something. Yeah, but, it's gonna be fucking Corbin. But uh. And the one thing that I'm a little bit like annoyed about, and I think a lot of people are, is that they have just completely transplanted this thing with Seth and Murphy and the Mysterios just over onto the other brand, which it's like, we'll see where it goes. I want to see Murphy versus Seth, but obviously Seth is now they, getting they into did it. They did that with, just to, to, to placate Fox so they can like to make sure they get ratings. Because that's like the three hottest feuds they have. Yeah. They move, like, they're all on SmackDown. They uh, really are. Roman and so- Jay. The Seth and Dominic Mysterio and Bailey Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's so weird about that though is like, so it's a different team of writers taking this feud now. Is that the case? Yes. They mm-hmm. split the writing teams again. So they could they, be. So they could either make it worse or make it better. Could breathe breathe some new life into it, or just let mm-hmm. it go. Because like we said, Seth is now getting into something with Brian, and that should just mm-hmm. take up all of Seth's like bandwidth i think yeah and then also so, like what's maybe, like, maybe, now just in my head like you can pair off like dominic and brian too to fight seth in another heel um that's Murphy, pretty cool. oh i bet brian would love to put over dominic too like help him in the oh, ring yeah. and stuff mm. so, yeah smackdown has some real good good potential going forward into the you know next into this next season season premiere yeah. of smackdown y'all and then i mean we can just cover like some of what happened yesterday on SmackDown. If I yeah, let's anybody... do that now. Um, so the New Day had their big old... Uh, I'm skipping the Lars shit because I just don't care. It's not that. Yeah, yeah. Lars and fucking uh, Jeff. Jeff Lars Harvey. and Jeff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, then... New Day, that New Day farewell was so emotional. Even Corey yeah. Graves. They I got me emotional. Mm-hmm. I don't even like them. 
Yeah, like they kind of, I guess, this awesome. Just I wouldn't even want to call it a promo. They just no. talked in the ring. It was just a send off. Um, it sounded and, like listening to their podcast. Yeah, except yeah. like even more like in depth and like Kobe like starting to cry and just being like, you know, back in like 2012, I didn't even know if I wanted to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just like wow, that eight years later, like he's still here and still going. Um, they just talked about how they got together. Xavier's just saying like. Um, he wasn't even just like sure. Like, he, he just wanted to get on TV. He's like he was doing absolutely nothing, and which is true. He was introduced in like the worst way ever, and it's like he was our truth's buddy that they didn't even like say, "Oh, it's Xavier Woods." Our truth's like, "Oh yeah, that's my friend Xavier Woods." What's Consequences Creed now? doing in the the Raw Zone? <laughs> yeah, I wish <laughs> I wish he was little Jimmy. Oh God, I mean that's pretty much, and he, he stole. Rodis Clay's entrance, his theme, yeah. his cheerleaders, everything. I know. Well, yeah, Xavier was saying uh, during that little send-off, too. He's like, I, if it wasn't for this, I don't think I would still be here. Like, just, like, he looking at his own no. career, like, how things were going for him. We'd you probably know. see consequences creating the impact. Yeah. Maybe. Um, like, it wasn't even that big a deal. But know, honestly, so after that nice, that nice moment it that they all had in the ring. Then in New Japan, because... Uh, right before he got signed, he was teaming with Kota Ibushi. What? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he had one tour of New, New Japan, and it was right as he was getting signed, and he tag-teamed with Kota Ibushi. That's Damn. wild. Yeah. Um, after that, though, they had a six-man tag match, which I thought was so fucking good with, uh, with oh, the it. bar. The bar and Shinsuke. Oh, sick. Mm. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Bar. Yeah. So, I have a quick question. Can Cesaro now only work uh, with people that have that their names start with, wow, yeah. it's gonna be Shane O'Mac, Shane O'Mac, <laughs> and then Shane Shannon Moore is gonna come back. Yeah, <laughs> Stephanie McMahon, Cesaro Shaq. and Shaq, dude, Cesaro and Shaq. It's because that's like the sound he made when he lost his teeth. Oh, which okay. I, it's a joke I'm making since I lost my front teeth and I have talked the same now. So. Can you say wrestling has more than one royal family? Wrestling has more than one royal family. <laughs> still not still not as bad as Cody's. Yeah, still not. But it's it's only when I'm not thinking about it, it gets real bad. I'm just like, oh, I said a word with six Fs in it. Yeah. <laughs> it was fuck. <laughs> um... They're furthering the Jay and uh, Roman feud. Roman had a main event match against uh, Braun Strowman. They're just like the big guy hit him. And then uh, his promo at the end of it was so... Like, I really enjoy what they're doing with everything. Mm. And you can tell this is not of the same creative that does everything else. Um, after the match... Roman's like, this is what I have to do to put food in our fucking family stable. You're embarrassing the tribe. I love you. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Jesus. Uh, and then he like beat the shit out of bronze. Like, this is what I got to do. You can't do this. And Jay goes to the ring. And he hands him the chair. It's like, fucking prove it then. Prove that you can, like, this is what I'm, I can do this to you. Just like fucking imagine. Like, prove you're tough with me. Prove you can do this. And instead, Jay attacks him. They do the brawl. Roman hits a Superman punch, so they're really moving that storyline forward. And this was apparently supposed to be a one and done, but with the reaction of it, like Jay's getting over as a main event guy. Yeah, um, Dude, I mean that's awesome. 
And so there is, that's why they actually moved The Fiend to Raw, because they were going to go with The Fiend Roman. That's why they did the little Alexa Bliss tease and all that shit. But then they're like, oh shit, this is organically over. And to their fucking credit, they're running with it. And, and I, it's, I instead, we're going to get the bad match that we never got last year, for sure. Because Goldberg <laughs> was in the Thunderdome audience last night. So apparently, <laughs> apparently the, um, I read online this morning that it's meant nothing except there was this counts against his contract appearances. And they just wanted to knock one out. Oh my God. <laughs> and well, actually, that's like, rad as hell. And Fox know. was like, um, we need some star power. Like, so like, have some guests and do stuff like that. Get so. his son on there to dab. Uh, Goldberg mm-hmm. posted a picture of his son who's now in high school. He's like a high school freshman playing football. And he's like, Is he massive? He's grown. Yeah, he's like grown like. Oh, you can tell now he's Goldberg's son. Like, like he's, he's has like, that look. He, he's probably six foot tall now, and like, and just gassed to the fucking gills, and like all the same muscle, like body mass that he had when he was just a small little round kid a few years ago is now just stretched into like. But he's long. Yeah, like a fifteen year old. Like, oh, he's going to be really muscular when he has time to like actually gain any weight. Wow, it's really well, weird. I wonder if he still dabs. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Um, Anything else on SmackDown? Um, nothing really of yeah, note. I mean, yeah. yeah, we can keep yeah. this train rolling. Let's we keep got it Halloween rolling, Havoc to talk we about. We got Halloween Havoc, and I have uh, and another podcast to record. And you got right John Wick this. to talk about. John Wick 2. All right. Electric uh, Boogaloo. Ooh. Rot. Well, I'm just going to go down the draft picks. Uh, Drew is on Raw still. Asuka's on Raw still. The Hurt Business is on Raw still. Naomi's on Raw. Uh, Nia and Shayna are on Raw still. Ricochet's on Raw still. Miz and Morrison moved. Uh, we talked about Kofi and Xavier moving. Um, Angel Garza still on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulak moved to Raw. Uh, twenty four seven team. Yeah. Uh, the Fiend moved to Raw. So I actually think that's the best fucking thing for a three hour show. It's taxing. When you get two hours, you got talent that's uh, on SmackDown that's just not being showcased. It's like, come on. But I think on a three-hour show, having The Fiend there, I have a lot more patience for it. Mm. It gives you just something different to fill that three hours. Well, exactly. That mean, that's why I like The Underground. It's just something different. Does that mean there's going to be like, <laughs> like a Drew feud with The Fiend, a Randy feud with The Fiend? Yes, yes. Ooh, you know, oh, Randy feud with The Fiend would be so good. They just, oh, not again. It's the John Cena treatment, but there's just like a bag full of shit in one of the rooms that they go into. Just wins, burns his other house down. Oh Uh, fuck, that's right. I mean, except this would be the huge feud. This would be the way to. I mean, same as the Cena feud. Rectify it. Cena and Wyatt had the feud. You know, at WrestleMania, that should have gone his Wyatt's way and didn't. So Randy, and man, here's Uh, Randy. Randy. Oh my God, if he had a small like doll version of the house that Randy burned down with like a Randy doll in it and stuff. Like that's all stuff that like just kind of writes itself. For right. Right. That's true. Um, but we're also getting uh, Jeff Hardy on, on raw. So maybe they'll do a few where he tries to, uh, he turns into brother Nero again. <laughs> itchweed. <laughs> oh yeah. He needs it to turn into itchweed. itchweed. Dude, you know, what? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff would be that so down for that. Yeah. Uh, like, oh yeah, man! Just here's my band plan. Get me a <laughs> yeah. soda. 
Peroxide Gin. Peroxide. We were talking before recording about the worst band names ever. Peroxide Gin. And Peroxide Gin actually is. (laughs) Oh, that's so bad, but I like Jeff. And he's been like a year clean and he's doing well. So I'm happy that he's able to overcome some of these demons uh, in his life. Same yeah, time yeah. for him to overcome a de- uh, the fiend. A Yowie Wowie yeah. demon. Um, we got Charlotte on Raw. We got Riddle moved to Raw. Uh, who cares? Hardy moved to Raw, like I said. Retribution stayed. Keith Lee is on stayed. Alexa Bliss. Elias is on Raw. I didn't know Elias oh. was still around. Elias, yeah, Elias came returned. back. And actually, they're setting up the feud between Jeff Hardy and Elias. Elias came back and attacked him. And actually, I mean, if you think about it, it is like the long-term storytelling. It's like right. Elias was like the one that was injured in that whole thing, and he's blaming mm-hmm. Jeff. And so at least it's like it's a callback, and it yeah. like a little bit of continuity. So I can't even be mad, even though I don't give <laughs> yeah right about, about Elias still. It's like credit where it's Elias. due, but still not very exciting. Yeah. I mean, I should have beat him back. Back when I fought him, and then we wouldn't be dealing with this. <laughs> Next time. Next if time. we could go, if we could go back and change time. Uh, turn back time. We got Seamus on Raw. We got Nick oh. Cross moving to Raw. We got Dabakato was signed as a free agent to Raw. Well, yeah, because they're apparently underground is done. He was drafted because Stephanie said, "My brother's favorite." Yeah, here's my Dabakato. my brother's my brother's favorite toy, Dabakato. My brother's favorite. <laughs> That's my brother's friend. Oh my god! What um, if she started calling Raw Underground my brother's <laughs> ring? Our truth staying on Raw. Titus is on Raw. Peyton is still on Raw. Kiritazawa is still on Raw. Uh, I love Titus. I love Titus O'Neil. I thought that was a really funny pick to uh, to televise. It's like, oh yeah, Titus World Slide. <laughs> uh, also, like Titus O'Neil, like. Has had like three matches on Raw and two of them been exactly. On the yeah, so it's year. like why why be like and Raw picks? It's like it's, I mean they yes, like to keep an a, like an eye on him. Like he had that really funny spot in WrestleMania and stuff because they just like him and because he's such a good ambassador for the company. It's good oh, to, really? like, yeah. he makes him look people. so good. They, make, they like to remind people like that he's there. You know, like more yeah. than Titus O'Neil, Thaddeus Bullard is the asset to the company, and so like. They like just being like, hey, remember, like, Titus is here, and now we're going to run a commercial showing him do good stuff, you know? It's also, like, still why they have uh, David Otunga, like, in the company. Mm-hmm. It's because it's a good look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's um, all fucking, like, corporate for them. But Titus is a great fucking dude. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Well, well, I, that, no, uh, no. How dare you? Uh, and Kira Tozawa's still on Raw. Lana's no. on Raw. Riddick Moss is on Raw. Arturo Ruas is still on Raw. <laughs> Ar- Arturo Ruas was from NXT to Raw. Who was? No. Uh, yeah, who was? Who was Brazilian, so the R is an H. Who oh, okay. Tight. Who was? Um, he's actually funny. really fucking good. He is really no, good. No, I just actually really wanted you to say Riddick Moss. <laughs> oh, man. The, um, the Riddick system. Um, apparently oh, Tino Sabatelli is coming back to NXT. Yeah, um, he went and had one match and then apparently was a stooge. <laughs> oh, man, take that Lamborghini back to fucking uh, Full Sail. He and Riddick's Maserati. 
Maserati. That's why. The, the funny thing is, he probably got like a way less deal as far as like money wise. And so, like, um, in a group chat, somebody's like, "Oh, him and his Maserati are coming back." And I said, "It's probably now a Mazda Rati." Like, <laughs> oh my god! He had to sign like a way less deal. <laughs> he did. He had a long NFL career. Dude is probably still loaded. Like, I mean, like in the Breaking Ground show, like he was a nobody, and like he had like a big old house and like these super expensive suits and everything. So he's probably still very loaded. He's he seems like a very intelligent dude who's probably very smart with his money. Yeah, like he and also like credit where it's due. You know, like I don't care about him as a wrestler, but like if you already had that kind of career. He's only doing this because he wants to do it. Like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. have to. Um, I was gonna say I really am sad that Underground is going away now. Actually, that the the Fiend is gonna be on Raw because I actually do wanted. I did want to see the Fiend pop up in Underground. Like that would be <laughs> fucking great. Like, yeah, that would be just wild. Take this, just take this thing that's super realistic and then <laughs> put this Magic Man in there. Yeah, it's already like magic. we already know it's magic. Like if he did like. Just suddenly Mandible Claude Dabakato. <laughs> and then fucking brought out his heater, the Mole Man, to fight Shaney. I mean, exactly. Exactly. We I honestly hope we get Shane versus the Fiend. <sighs> Dude, Hell in a and Cell Shane 2021. <laughs> My God. What if, but if it reverted Shane to like bring back the Mean Street posse? Uh, the gas is still around. Yeah, Shane, like, Shane jumps off of something, and it's like, but it's a cinematic match, so he's just falling for like ten minutes. Jumps, oh. Yeah, instead of jumping like off of a cage, he jumps into like a void, and it's just like thirty minutes of like. Yeah. Oh my god! They, he just okay. He they go in the underground. They like find this secret door that leads into a cave underneath. Oh my god! That's where the dancers have been. And they just like he just keeps going down and down. Every week we see him further spelunking, and then he yeah, just that's finds like, this giant hole underground that just leads into like some hell dimension. That like it, this this like mini movie is a very reminiscent of the time we're gonna be talking about of WCW in '95 when they used to do their mini movies. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna say, dude, that, uh, that's not, it. Sounds like the 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 next season of Stranger Things that we need right now. <laughs> um, that match ends with the fiend. Changer things. <laughs> Changer things. Changer things. That match ends with uh, the fiend looking like Vince McMahon and wanting a hug. And oh. when Shane goes to give him a hug, that's when he gets the mandible claw. Oh, or I love Sister that. Abigail, because it's perfect. Oh, hug, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then, boom. In, in, into oh, the, right the void hole. But give me a hug, boy. Vince actually does the Sister Abigail. And then Vince comes and like locks the door to the void, <laughs> and just looks at looks at the fade and just gives him a curt nod. And <laughs> now I'm gonna go eat steak with my son Hunter. Bruce Pritchard's here. Who needs fucking shade? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Let's talk about let's talk about NXT or uh, um, I mean, or well, let's, uh, also we 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 missed the Ricochet versus her business match again. But they actually ended the feud because Ricochet said, hey, like, we can't just keep doing this all the fucking time. We can't keep <laughs> doing this, Daniel. <laughs> we can't keep doing <laughs> Good Shrimp Heaven Now reference. Shrimp Heaven Now. And then um, he said, if I win, you guys are done. You have to leave me alone. If I lose, I join the Hurt Business. So he had a match with Cedric. Fine match. But Hurt Business is about to interfere. The ref was... Um, 
had like his eye poked or whatever, and they threw a chair to Cedric. Ricochet got it. Hits the fucking, the fucking Eddie. Fucking does the Eddie. Hits the ground. Oh, yeah. Ref turns around, and he hand-to-head faint sells. Ref calls for the bell. It was the best fucking tribute to Eddie. Oh, that's um, beautiful. Such oh, a good yeah. one. And they also ended the feud. And it was really weird because Ricochet was picked, like, number one in the third round, which kind of means, like, there's, like, a little bit of, like, they want to make sure he's known, like, oh, like, this is a big deal. And so maybe they're finally going to push him again because they're like, okay, like, you've just been beaten down enough. Um, In, like, sports analogy, he he almost feels like a really talented athlete who gets, like, injured a ton in college but then gets, like, drafted, like, second, third round kind of high, like, Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe maybe it'll pan out. Like that's he feels like damaged goods in a way right now, but there's still unlimited potential. Yeah, and then also like I wouldn't be surprised if like because he like defends WWE a lot like on social media, and then like when shit about like him potentially being the one to leave came out, he like shut it down really quick. So it says like I don't know where he's about this. Like yeah, I can see Vince like he's loyal to us. Damn it, how come he's not being pushed? Now he's my son too. Come here, Ricky. <laughs> my, my, my name's Trevor, sir. Trevor from Paducah. Ricky shit. Hey, wait, hold on. I yeah. thought you were Irish. <laughs> Rick, Rick, Ricky Paducah. That's his new name. Dude, yeah, that is like, yeah. And coming to the ring, Ricky Paducah. Richard Paducah. <laughs> Dick I Paducah. Read, I just read your text, Zach. That's funny. I'm going to go pee. I'll be back. Okay. Uh, I'll bring the microphone. Okay. Let me get the old note skis. Um, it was a good show. I really enjoyed it. Um, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong with Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, because Adam Cole's still selling his injuries from TakeOver. Kyle was the one that was talking and like acting like the leader, which is super cool that yeah. they're giving him more and more. He's not just one of the background guys. Um, then they had a match with Birch and Lorkin, and it was just action. It's just like they had a pace and they're just like, go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was great. Um, Brizango was uh, watching from the thing and like fucking uh, Fandango's smile just watching the match. You could tell he was like actually just enjoying the wrestling that was happening. Yeah. It's just sick. Um, strong one with the knee. That's it. Like he didn't even hit his like his little kick or anything or. Like the end of heartache. Um, him. Also, one of the funny things is like there was a a video on Twitter like before the show, kind of hyping everything up, where Brizango was talking about the different opponents and like just the like they were messing like names up, like Robert Fish and like like One E Lorkin. <laughs> and it's like One E, see, he goes up to one. But the funniest <laughs> things is they are making fun of Roderick Strong. They're like. Oh, he's not even that strong. Like they had like a little droopy arm, and it's like he wears these weird little boots. Regal comes. Regal comes. It's like, what are you guys doing? And then they're like, we're trying to explain everything, and then they leave because he's like annoyed. And he looks over at Roderick. He does wear weird little boots. Because <laughs> the shitty little boots. Shitty little boots. Something else, right? That was um. So Roderick Strong. It was a Trent one. Roger Strong years ago was like, hey, I need some shirt designs. And, like, usually people will do that. They want some cool designs, like, get with an artist and everything. Well, Trent drew one, and it just had shitty little boots, and it had little boots. And so that became like, a thing for Roddy. 
Yeah, yeah. Ember <laughs> um, Moon had a vignette, which is cool. They need to do um, more vignettes like this with Ember Moon instead of in-ring promos. She's not the best in-ring talker, but they can work around it in videos. Yep. Yeah. Um, it just made it, it also just like really buried the main roster because she was like, I took myself fucking out of the draft. I don't care about that shit. I just want to be on NXT. When I came back from my injury, I'm like, I'm going to be on NXT. Fuck the main roster. That's kind that, of the, the that gist of everything. It was, it um, was, it, that was really sick. Also, Jake Atlas defeated Ashanti V. Adonis. Um, I love that Like his nickname is just V. V. Um, v. Ashanti super, State University. <laughs> that's a joke I will get, and I loved it. That's it. <laughs> I know Matt Noster will not. Yeah. Um, I'm just dude, I'm just happy to be here. There was a dude yeah. when I was voting running, and his name was Rocky, and in quotes, Rocky. So yeah. his name is Rocky, and his nickname's Rocky. It is. <laughs> I mean, um, considering some of the names we have on the ballot here in Idaho, that's dude, not. Did you I see mean, fucking? Probably, oh my god, dude! Pro there, life. There's a person named Pro Life who is a different, a different person with the legal name Pro Life. That has previously appeared. It's a different pro-life. That's a different pro-life? Okay. Well, oh, well, that's we can, we so cannot Idaho, do this, but oh my god. Idaho yeah. politics Two. is just wrestling? Yeah, and we also have Kanye on her on her ballot. It's insane. I, we t- to, I mean, I almost wanted to get my fucking ballot framed. I mean, I but, I voted, to, but I fucking voted instead. So you, I had to should. tell my mom not to vote for Kanye because I saw the platform he was running on. It's bad. Putting God back into America. No, no. I mean, um, if, it, if he had said putting Jesus back, that would be one thing. <laughs> Talk about wrestling. Yeah. Um, quick match with Ashanti, the Adonis, and Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas wins with a small package because um, uh, distraction, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde came to ringside. But he did have a reason to be distracted because the moment after the three-count hit, uh, Legado del Fantasma attacked him. Mm. Ashanti, the Adonis, uh, makes the save. Uh, Santos Escobar comes down here, and they start being down. Shane, uh, Shane Strickland, Isaiah Sir Scott comes down. Jesus, sometimes I just forget their other names. Um, to back it up, so they're kind of setting a three-way feud and really kind of trying to build up uh, Adonis and Atlas, which is cool. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm I, I think Jake Atlas is firing in on on all cylinders right now. Mm. I'm excited. I hope it just keeps. I hope the momentum keeps going. And, for and it's, just, it's cool seeing like Ashanti the Adonis. Like he's super young. He hasn't been wrestling very long. He was a football player, and I think he was also a Marine. And he's been doing shit on 205, but now it's like they keep moving up, and they're using, like, this platform here now with the Cruiserweight title being on NXT to raise the profile of people. And so I'm fucking stoked. And also, Xavier Swerve Scott is so fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jake Atlas is, like, he's also still really young. He's, also, he's only been wrestling a few years. Like, so he's going to keep getting better and better. Like, oh yeah, and that's exciting to see. Just all in all, I'm excited for like that whole like six person feud. It'll be great. Um, Gargano beat Austin Theory because Good. Austin Theory just loses to everybody that's a name. Yep, mm-hmm. that's the whole and gimmick. Again, there were some stiff fucking shots in that match. Like just yeah, Gar- just like just there has been laid in. Yeah, all everyone's been laying in too. That shit. Yeah, um, I will say that um, Wade Barrett here 
proved to be one of the best commentators, like in WWE or just in wrestling. Because there's um, Johnny Gargano did a spot to Austin Theory with a super kick. And later on in the match, Austin Theory did that to Johnny. And Wade Barrett's like, see, he's learning. He's already a better wrestler now, being in there with Gargano, because Gargano said he was going to make him better. Um, he's cocky. Like, like, he's like, oh, he has potential, but he, he sucks compared to me. And Wade Barrett was like, he's already a better wrestler than when he was at the beginning of this match. Mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano was right. He is teaching him things. Like, damn. Like, that's right. some fucking good shit. Yeah, um, you know, I actually love I this has been so nice to get I Wade Barrett has just been for some reason one of these like characters in my mind that I'm like cuz he was there I got some bad news. He was there right, you know, in the in the sweet spot that I wasn't watching. And so I'm like who is this guy who seemed so to be very prominent? You don't remember the League of Nations? No, I, so, I I don't remember, but I'm loving Wade Barrett on uh commentary. He's so good. Um the one thing I'll say like I do miss Morrow on TakeOver. Of course. Like, I missed him a lot on that TakeOver. I don't miss Morrow on Weekly TV. I wish that we could have Morrow just for for TakeOvers, basically. Mm-hmm. Morrow would be the best TakeOver, just TakeOver only announcer. Yeah. That would be sick. Good copy. Good cup of mud, brother. From the mule. Oh, I do. I'm drinking mule coffee right now, too. Hell yeah. I you had know. corporate sellout coffee. Folgers, that happens, dude. That'll happen. I'm usually a Folgers I do man. Too. Um, Raquel Gonzalez was challenging Rhea Ripley, but then like for Halloween Havoc, but then like Rhea Ripley was just behind her. She's like, "How about we just do it now?" And then they pull apart, and so then they're gonna fight at Halloween Havoc. Is that two next weeks. week or in two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. The week of Halloween. Candice okay. LeRae and Shotzi Blackheart. Oof. Had- such a good fucking match. Oof, um, yeah. This was Shotzi's best match. Mm-hmm. Um, Shotzi is like kind of like just does a lot of spots at times. Having well, somebody was, like Candice LeRae, yeah, having somebody like Candice LeRae though there who can do spots but also is just such a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, like reined her in a bit so then there were spots, but then everything else in between was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they teased that fucking scary sliced bread on the fucking apron again, but they at least just dropped Shotzi instead of like trying that again, because that would have been bad. Yeah. Um, I'm awesome waiting for match. the day that Shotzi has a takeover match and does her fucking dive into some chairs bullshit. Oh, like she did against uh, Brandy Lauren on that Evolve show? Yeah. Uh, that was sick. A lot of people's first introduction to Shotzi Blackheart too. Yeah, that was, that was mine. Wild ass um, introduction. Say for Shotzi, like saying like the thing about her doing spots. Um, she worked in like Hood Slam a lot, right? And like mm-hmm. those are some smaller indies. And like I think that she is one of those like smaller female wrestlers who is still getting used to the twenty foot ring. Oh yeah, like for sure. And that's just like, that just takes time. Like Candice was even the same way when she came in. Like oh yeah, I remember like, Dakota Kai taking one million steps to do her like her face wash kick around yeah her like run around kick around the ring yeah. and it took like a year it, it reminded me like i did a high jump when i ran track and it was the same like setup as that it was it was it was a lot but it just she did awesome she's been doing great yeah um and she's shot, getting go ahead i was gonna say oh i was shot, just gonna... i was gonna say shot, she was uh <laughs> about to win gonna hit her senton uh, Candice rolled out of the ring. Indy Hartwell 
uh, is in the crowd, hands off some nuts. Um, Candice LeRae punches her with said nuts. It's the victory, power of the punch, Regal style. And um, then In Regal's office um, in the past, they have shown him having a pair of brass knuckles up on the wall on a plaque. I fucking hope to God they reveal she stole them from his office. Just same here. Hartwell secretly stole them. Awesome. Also, it's the this is the best thing that they could do for Indy Hartwell. Oh, yeah. She's super she's super young. She's she's green, but she's like has a lot of potential. Um you Was she on the Indies the, at all? Or is she um, just a, a little bit but she, uh she is from Australia. So she was doing Australian shows. Okay. Um and then did some like shimmer rise stuff over here. Did a couple things over here, but then got signed. Yeah. It's also I like this story because it's like she wants to be our gar- our a gargano she's mm-hmm. not trying it's not there she's not doing their bidding for them she's she wants them to like her yeah she's mm-hmm. like trying to prove herself and that's yeah and that's so, an interesting story yeah i think there i think there's going to be another addition to the gargano family mercedes austin theory <laughs> oh no <laughs> After their match, like Johnny looked back and was like, "Not bad." Mm. And then, like, mm. so I think that's a little bit of a tease. I hope they don't do it because I kind of like the idea of just like Johnny being like a weird, annoying geek, like he was in that backstage interview that they yeah. showed online. <laughs> and um, then Candace and like Indy, like, just like doing their thing too. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, Johnny doesn't I, need it either. Yeah, I realize like this week, what I really want out of all this like Gargano way stuff, especially with Indy Hartwell like joining, I really want because Gargano way doesn't make sense like the words don't rhyme. No, it does. The LeRae way. And so what I want more than anything is eventually for Johnny for to basically get in the way of Candace by trying to help her. Like he has. Like he has already. (laughs) have Indy be the one be like, hey, Candace, what the fuck? Like, the LeRae way is the right way. And have a fucking Candace versus Johnny takeover match. <laughs> That's my dream booking world. right there. Yeah. That would be, uh, that would in, be an incredible The way match. I would want this to go, aside from that, because that would be the best, but um, I think it's going to be what they wanted to do initially for the Dana Brooks Charlotte thing on the main roster where like she's the lackey and then gets like pushed so far where then she comes in the mania match that year was supposed to be dana brooke versus charlotte for the time. god that would have been so I, bad especially like dana's gotten yeah. so much better she was so fucking bad back then but that's uh, that's essentially mm-hmm. what should happen here so i in my booking i'd have candace win because of indy hartwell halloween havoc um, and then Candace continues to win um, for a while, and then finally, like the person to take it off of her is Indy Hartwell. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that's just—it's yeah. weird for like the, all the people in line for the title right now. But but not but the thing but wrestling, Indy would be a people, good transitional champion too. Yeah, so. and also not everybody's going to be champion. And it could, like I I think Shotzi's going to end up moving up before she's ever champion. Yeah. Well, like some I'm, people just I'm thinking, act, about, yeah. I'm thinking about Dakota Kai, Ember Moon. Dakota Kai, um, I don't think is ever going to win it. <laughs> oh, that's sad. She's already like kind of a little bit moved back into the like, for the yeah. few like 
She's I think, second. I think if she had, if she was going to win it, she would have won it. What like basically when EO won it, like that's the yeah. timing. That was but yeah. would have been the right timing for her. Um, one last question about this: Do you think this Indy Hartwell stuff was supposed to be Tegan um, trying to get back in their good graces before no. she got hurt? No. Okay. No. Okay. Just a, just a she's already she's already passed this. Yeah. I don't yeah. think okay. I don't think this was. Um, the initial plan. Okay. Either that or they were like, they were going to um, still have Candace win because of Indy Hartwell. And then Tegan has to go through Indy to get to Candace and then beat Candace. Okay. Okay. That's how I would have booked it. But hey, you know what? They don't do things the way I would. Mm-mm. That's where the <laughs> ratings are where they are. <laughs> Pretty okay. I'm, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Uh, Tony Storm beat Aaliyah like two minutes. It was fine. Um, Aaliyah has gotten better. Yes. Wow. I, 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 did not I can't even. Say that. She I is a solid. Like it sucks. Like this sounds mean, but she's a good jobber now. She like exactly. She she finally leaned into being a geek, and like everything's clicking now. Yeah. Oh, it, I'm a loser. Because her <laughs> selling is good. Like it's her <laughs> offense that is not always like super convincing. Um, her selling is has gotten pretty good, and like being a good jobber is hard. Like you have to be a good worker to like mm-hmm. bump around and make the other person look good. Yeah, and she's gotten a lot better at it. Um, like I said, she feels like she leaned in, like she knows her role, and it's like I gotta put these over. I'm a geek. I'm a kind of a comedy character, and she like leaned into it, and it doesn't feel like she's playing wrestler anymore. It just feels like she's a geek, and it works. And I love Robert Stone. I love that fucking character so much. Robert Strauss, I'm probably not that big of a fan of. I like Robert Strauss. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that happened. Imperium versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Uh, fucking Killian Dane's in there beating the shit out of him. Tags in Maverick because Maverick really wants to come in. Maverick gets the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> they lose. And then Everrise, the big feud is Everrise versus uh, Dane and Maverick. And they come in and make fun of Drake Maverick, about to beat him up. Uh, Matt Martell, the one that just looks like more insane, he has such a punchable face. <laughs> um, they are going to be, and they're already my favorite jobber tag team. They're going to be the best jobbers ever. Like, <laughs> hands down, when we look back 20 years from now, I'm like, God, Everrise is the best jobbers. They really um, are fun. I yeah, I know. The first time we so saw them, punchable him, was, and annoying. Uh huh. The first time we saw them, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then every time I see them now, it's like, "Fuck, there's Everrise." I love and, them. Um, Killing Dan comes in there, lays him out. Drake is cowering on the corner, and he's yeah. like, "Nobody hits you but me." So I'm glad that uh, Killian Dane found his sub, um, and that Drake <laughs> found his bum. Yeah. I do. I, I think there's. It's so much fun. Like Drake's I like where this is going too. Yeah, it's like Drake Maverick is just like slowly chipping away at like this guy at the like crusty outer shell of Killian yeah, Dane, and he's like breaking him a little bit down more and more. Where now he's like, God damn it, I I hate you, but you're my fucking friend. Come here. Yeah, right. Where it's like it's like no one no one picks on my brother but me, kind of a thing. Yeah, you would know that you have brothers. I've, I've been the one picked on, and I've done the one picking. I've been the one who oh, picks. You're in the middle, right so yeah. Yeah, I'm in the middle. So, Ugh. yeah, your, your older brother would be picking on you, but then you go, like, 
take it and out. Then, of your younger yeah, brother. and then I continue the cycle of abuse downward. Of course, my my old, the, my old <laughs> I love my, my brothers. My oldest, well, I'm the youngest, and me and older, my oldest sister both just picked on the middle one. That's why I, I outsmarted and outclassed them years ago. So I didn't have to be in that position. So um, the show was going great. Awesome show. I was having a great time. And then, God damn, they did Damian Priest versus Dexter Loomis. I don't I'll be understand. honest. I, I skipped this match to the end because I didn't care. Um, Dexter Loomis's character, like just like this weird serial killer is so bad. Because it just like, Pigeon holds him to what he can do. Right. And then, like, he'll random, like, he did a random kip up into, like, this weird, like, spitting leg drop. And yeah. did it make any sense? No. It um, was, and that's a, the, huh. the unfortunate thing is that is, they need to find a way to aim him in that direction. Because I actually, like, I like, again, kind of, this has happened to me a lot. I like the idea of Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. I like, and what they've shown with the weird, like, drawings and stuff. They need to lean into the weirdness, mm-hmm. like ha- let him have some like dynamics to his character. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, he'd be cut. Like, if you go back and watch like Kane, right? Like in the late two, like in two thousand to two thousand three, when he unmasked, he wasn't doing shit. Like he was just a tag yeah. team guy. Like even though he like a couple okay. years like, earlier, was the biggest thing. Two thousand one, Kane was the fucking best. Because, like, he was talking a little bit. He was wearing just the tank top gear. That's right, yeah, yeah. Jacked. Like, I loved, I loved his character and stuff there, but, like, as far as where he was in the company compared to where yeah, he was Yeah, when they did the uh, the brand extension, like, the draft, and then he was on Raw, and he was, like, he won the titles with RBD, and he won with Hurricane. Like, yeah. he, like Zach was saying, it was just, like, doing nothing, just a guy. Hey, it's Kane. He returned once. To fight the un-Americans because they were going to burn the American flag. And here comes Kane, the fire guy, going to stop fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's what they that, – that's the danger they have with Loomis is just, like, yeah, having him just, like, spinning his wheels for a really long time. And but if that out. means – if that means that we get the See No Evil sequel starring uh, Dexter, Dexter Loomis, Loomis as Sam Dexter Shaw. Loomis, then you know what? <laughs> Maybe it's all worth it. Um, so the match, I don't want to talk about the match. I don't care. Okay, cool. Um, let's skip it. And after that, after the match, I did Damian Priest won because he's champion. They're doing great with his push. He's doing great with his push. Love everything they're doing with Damian Priest. I love Damian Priest. Big Priest head. Um, he just Priest. Cameron Grimes comes in to beat up Sam Shaw or Dexter Loomis. And Damian Priest beats him up. He's like, stay out of my fucking business. And then Johnny Gargano attacks. Damian Priest to set up the match for the North American title for Halloween Havoc, but then Regal comes out. He's like, "War Games, wait, wait, Shotzi," <laughs> and then yeah. Shotzi's like, "I'm bullpit." Then they brought back the uh, spin the wheel, make the deal. Oh God, so, I'm I'm so I'm, first, I love that that's the WCW gimmick uh, they brought back, especially like they uh, they have done similar game. stuff in WWE that they could have. Just reference? No. They're using the spin the wheel, make the deal. Was it's it a so Halloween good. Havoc thing? Or was it just Halloween Havoc 1992. Okay. So is it match stipulations? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yes. On a big wheel. Okay. And so okay. it's going to be so cool. Going to get uh, Cole Miner's glove match. 
That's the one I want for no reason. That was such an eighties match. Yeah, the 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 main event of of ninety two, the main like had stipulations on spin the wheel, make the deal, and there's like you know cage match and like all these classic things, and then coal miners glove match, which is like a like Tennessee ass territory. Oh, okay. where it's like a loaded glove, big, heavy, loaded, like, metal glove. Because coal miners would wear, like, these metal gloves sure. to keep from, like, metal shavings getting their hands and shit, and they could, like, break apart rocks with them. <laughs> um, and so that, it was coal miners' glove on a pole match. <laughs> I think it was, what, was it Jake the Snake versus someone? Yep. Versus Sting? Yeah. I think, yeah. It's fucking the worst match. <laughs> so bad. Um, I want it. I'm excited I, for Halloween Havoc. They're building yeah. stuff for next week. Um, which is like the Fandango Roddy Bobby match, um, and then they're building stuff for the week after. I'm excited. Yeah. Next week was good, except for the main event. We got Shotzi's like good like first glimpse at her hosting duties, and I'm very excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think we 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 mentioned like last week that like she wanted to be like a horror host, right? like like Elvira. Elvira, yeah. yeah. So it's like awesome. this is so rad for her to like do that and like get the flex that like. Side of her personality too. Yeah, it's awesome. They you can tell that they really like her because she is on the program so much. I, I remember awesome. remember like how she debuted in her debut match in NXT was that battle royal and she debuted and she defeat like um, eliminated Shayna out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh shit! Like they were serious. Like <laughs> they're still they are going with that push. And like, since then, like yeah. it's been sustained and like that's what yeah. you need. But that's it's how been you make slow stars. too, and it's. It's it's I like it I like it a lot and yeah you, yeah you show up with a bang to get your name out there then you start slowly start to climb you yeah, show up with yeah. a bang DDP yeah. well, we'll talk about him oh we're about yeah. to well yeah, right. so let's let's go let's, through dynamite yeah let's dynamite blast oh, yeah. through dynamite let's blast through it um oh, so yeah it was their one year anniversary show um every title was on the line and what but why but, but why. why? Because none of them changed hands. It was, nope. um, it was not a. It wasn't like a horrendous show. Again, mm-hmm. I think the the common phrase we always use with dynamite is in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, the, for real. The wrestling on this episode was salt was was pretty solid, like throughout. But like, just they they only shoot themselves in the foot somehow. Um, with to, everything that happened too, dude. To me, the arrogance coming off of fucking Cody, not like the kayfabe kind, but just how fucking highly he thinks of himself in this goddamn fucking program. Well, I mean, which I guess, yes, yes. He's the one who made the deal with Meltzer. They're the ones that, like, I get it. But fucking, like, Jesus Christ. I think it's so, I'm so upset with Cody right now. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. There's a, a very specific example of that I, on this. I want to I want to I want to yell about something that's at the beginning of this show. But you started off and all. Okay, so I didn't honestly. I couldn't even bother to take notes. So I'm going off a recap, but okay, I did watch it. No but um, it was start with FTR versus best friends. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Twenty yeah. minute. Twenty minute as brush you, with greatness. As you said, with the. Um, we want to start talking about dynamite. We always say in a bubble wrestling, like in a bubble wrestling, is fine. Yeah, but but huh? I so yeah. Um, FTR won, retained. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even 
I think Tully Tully yeah, hit totally one of the best friends with the belt uh, when the ref wasn't looking, and then it was a uh, uh, Chuck Chucky Chucky got okay. pinned because he got domed with yeah. the fucking. And oh. then okay, they broke Kip Sabian's arcade machine, causing Miro to uh, to to come defend Kip Sabian's toy. Um, this is what so, made me so. So they're bad. in a feud. Miro and Kip Sabian are in a feud with the tag champs now? No, what the best little good friends as Miro called them. So in the match, like they ran. I like, I like, again, Miro in a bubble. I like all of his uh, stuff and the way, like, I think, still think he's funny. But just the fact that he's, what he's involved in sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it does because they're going to end up losing this feud. But, like, Miro got Kip, like, for his wedding, like, a arcade cabinet. They destroyed this very poorly put up together cabinet. So then he comes and destroys the best friends because of it. It's so fucking stupid. Like, they're not making Miro feel important at all. He seems, like, even lower than he was before in WWE. He just mm-hmm. seems like the biggest geek, a geek fucking tag team partner. Yeah. And he's not going to get it. And he's not going to get out of it until he fucking beats the the hell out of fucking Kip Sabian, which is probably yeah. going to be another month or so down the road. So it's just going to be Miro, it's yeah. going to be Miro fucking doing nothing. And then I think well, he will end up clicking because we know that like, he can make anything. Oh, like, he not can get this. so much stuff over, but it's just like not this one. Yeah, this yeah. one's just going to be painful. I think, I think even if if he was like came in and just called himself the best man, but was not connected to Kip Sabian or the wedding or any of that stuff in any way. He could get this character over because he's so, like, he is so good. Mm-hmm. But just, it's connected to too much shit. Like, it's like if they had all stayed in WWE and suddenly they had started tagging Rusev with Mike Kanellis over their mutual, uh, both being cucks. <laughs> mutual yeah. cucking. Like, that's the level that this feels like. Yeah. It's so bad. I'm so mad at it. It, like, just is so stupid because it's like, Everybody's like, Miro needs to get out of WWE because like the bad booking and yes, like his character stuff. And then he goes there and everybody's like, oh, thank God. It's in it. Watch, I'll show you how they, like, you can really use him. And he's doing like the same or like to me, it feels worse because there's so much more potential. He should have gotten an impact. He would have been like, he would have been huge immediately. He would have been huge immediately in impact. Like, oh yeah, that me. Ryan Myers, Kurt Hawkins is like, getting like a, a decent push there and like doing well against Tommy dreamer. I know it's so, really it is so funny thing. to think that. Cause like after, you know, in the, it's crazy, honestly, to think that dynamite has been around for already a year, but it is like uh, it's been a long year. <laughs> it's been a long year. Yeah. But it's crazy. How many people have left WWE and be like, finally, now we get to see what they're really, what they can really do. And it's like the common thread is like, Oh no, they're, they're mishandled. They're mishandled just as bad, if not worse over here. <laughs> yep. Yep. Again, only impact. Like, Impact, they, they inevitably always fuck it up. That's the issue with Impact, is they have never sustained momentum, positive <laughs> momentum for more than they a They get year. in their own way way more than Dynamite or uh, AEW does. I know. Right it's now, I mean, right now they're on the rebound from one of those instances where they mishandled the fallout of the Tesla Blanchard shit in, like, yeah. the beginning of pandemic, kind of. Like, they just, they didn't do it quite right. Like... But before we knew all that shit about Tessa, they were like on a roll with putting, making her champ, like the idea, like oh, yeah. putting her in that position and all that. Like, and now they're on the rebound again. Um, but yeah, Impact would have been booked, has been booking these guys the best. Like Eric, Eric Young is the fucking champion. Over yeah, there. yeah, yeah. 
that one. Yeah. Oh, well, right. anyway, anyway, next we got Miro and Kip Sabian versus Sean Maluda and Lee Johnson. Squash match doesn't yeah. really matter. Squash match doesn't matter. Um, now I'm getting a bunch of ads on uh, this website, including a thing about Drew McIntyre shaving his chest. Ooh. Blue shaving his chest. Look at my Gillette. Thank you, Sports Kita. Um, uh, let's see. Next, we had what? MJF? Big announcement, right? Yeah, MJF was. Oh, this went. This was like twelve minutes okay. long. He want, He was asking. He was asking to join the inner circle. Yeah. Okay. It took like four minutes. Fucking MJF. Oh. MJF is a great. Is is a great talker, for Instagram length videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like stuff he posts on his Twitter and shit. Like he is, so, he is so good. He just does no filter to like stop himself or like let things not go long. And here's the real big issue with that: he is doing it back and forth with maybe the only person worse about that right now, Chris <laughs> fucking Jericho. Um, Chris Jericho is so far up his own ass like i as a real life person and as a character and the combination of it is like fucking brutal to get through right now why the fuck are they having a steak dinner next week and why do chris jericho think that is the funniest joke that's ever been told they like acted like there's gonna be some big match and happens like we're gonna have a steak dinner man yeah like, I oh, and I, I completely understand what y'all are saying, but I for some reason just have such a differing opinion. I am so charmed by both of them. I think their chemistry is so fun. I think they're Holy they crack me up. I know, I know, and I know I'm wrong. I'm not this saying is, I'm right. This was so like this should have been like four minutes long. Um, it was four fun. minutes. It, there's a four minute really really funny segment. I thought out of this twelve. Like mm-hmm. that. It, yeah. That's the like you see like I, SNL right. sometimes go way too long and you're like, mm. oh man, they had such good jokes like throughout yeah. this or like a movie that's a bad two hour movie but could have been a good one and a half hour movie, you know? Like that's just kind of the issue with them. Yeah. Well, I just, unfortunately, uh, we, all might, we all might have to buckle up because I feel like this is just the beginning of it. Oh yeah, we're just getting started. Yeah. You, if you want to know like how long and overdone the segment was, uh, this recap is, uh, you know, pay, split up into five pages of like you have to go through yeah which is just an seo trick by the way everyone but um <laughs> uh they that one segment got one whole page jesus <laughs> um so was the tnt championship next right cody and orange cassidy yep is sure. there anything yeah. I, if i'm missing anything it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter on this episode. Yeah. yeah yeah what what pissed me off about this is before everything started and like in the match, they announced that Darby Allen was getting the TNT title shot. Yeah, full gear, and so they're already like setting up the, the new match. And essentially, like there's already a built-in story for him and Cody. So it's like you already know Cody's going to go in there as champion. So automatically, yeah. it, it takes you right out of the uh, of what was a good match. Like, well, what, then, what was a good match, and then yeah. well, then it ended. The ended the Cody same way as the. The Darby Allen match. So it's like, oh, okay, so this whole thing with Orange Cassidy is just to take it to the time limit draw, just this like fucking Darby Allen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen because they're going to do it again. On, I think it's, it's actually going opposite of uh, Halloween Havoc. They set up Cody versus Orange 2 already um, because 
Um, we just need to see it again, I guess. But um, it's going to, in my head, setting up a three-way. Wow. Be, uh, Cody, Darby, and Orange. Which I think will be rad as hell. But It'll be cool, but at the end of the day, it's going to end up where Cody's going to lose the title. And Orange is going to take it. the pin? Mm-hmm. I hope, I, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I hope to God that they swerve us and just, like, are setting up the expectation that we all think that's what they're doing, you know? Like, because for all AEW does, like, they fall into booking, like, bad booking habits of WWE and WCW and just wrestling history. Um, they do sometimes show that they know that's true, though, and, like, try to, like, subvert expectations. Yeah, they and do because like you I know, hope that this is a case where Orange fucking pins Cody in the triple threat. You know, like right, like actually do the least expected thing that yeah. also would put someone over the most. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that would be that would be cool because I don't, dude. I'm like, does Cody think this is what we want? That we're all fucking yeah. high as fuck on him? It's because there's a a, a good segment of their like most vocal fan base. That is. Anytime that he comes on screen, like he has that entrance music for his entrance music. So like fucking they arrogant. just fucking go on Twitter and just jerk him off. They really do. And it's like, oh, you know, it's like, and then he, I'm sorry. It's like, okay, you come back with your mean streak. You look like fucking Eddie Munster. And then now you're back to bleach blonde. I know. I hate it. Like I, I know it was for a, a TV role. Oh, was it? But still like, stick yeah. to it for a while. But just stick to it. Cause it looked better. Like what I understand he's doing the just hair. Yeah. He's doing the yeah. Dusty Rhodes thing, like the blonde hair, and he wants to be Rick Player and his dad so bad, but he's a friend of Jeff Jarrett. But like, it did, right? <laughs> I preferred like when he debuted in New Japan. He had dark hair and he was the you know American Nightmare and shit. Like mm-hmm. just smoking cigars and kind of like almost like a mob boss. I I prefer that. Like it's different. Like yeah. yeah. Anyways, now he now he just has a shitty neck tattoo. I forgot that I was the one leading this ship and was yeah like, hating. Yeah. Eating it. So yeah, um, yeah. Orange and uh, Cody was good, but um, went to the twenty-minute time limit or whatever yeah. long they had. Um, there was oh this a Matt Hardy thing where they just set up that he's going to be fighting Sammy again. Who cares? Let's, uh, I don't. Yeah. Matt's Matt's in the audience with his family. Yeah, I bet Tony Khan is just absolutely frightened of Rebby. I think so too. I to be honest, I'm frightened of Rebby. This, why why are they having another match with Sammy? Like I I know it's like Matt and Sammy wanting to make up for that last one, but this I, like, don't remind us of it. it. Exactly, just let it go. Let it go. Wow. Um, I that was my role, and you did it. That was weird. Sorry. Uh, uh, the young bucks are being dicks. Still, they're just reminding me of got people I legit grew up with in Christian school and, and youth group. Yep. Yep. Um, I coolest guys in youth group. Yeah, they're doing some kind of tag team thing that I think I was playing Hearthstone through because yeah. that's the thing yeah. I started doing this week. Hell More yeah! Like the yeah. End I've life been thinking about it. Right? What you say? Huh? More like the Young Life Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good, Young Life Bucks. Derek, let's start playing Hearthstone so we can play together. Anyways, okay. it's a game from 2012 or whatever. Um, it's good. It's good, though. It's magic, but easy. Um, yeah. Uh, Shida and Big Swole had a pretty good match where I, Big uh-huh. Swole, like, I know the thing with Big Swole matches, like, they, they almost end up, always end up being okay or good, 
like at least okay. But almost all of them start a little weird. She's very green, and it started off very, very shaky. Yeah, but it got there. Sheeta's great, and I think I think Sheeta just caught like got her to calm down and just like take a breath and get get back into it, and then it was good. So a quick aside: um, Britt Baker was doing some media and stuff for the lead up to the show, and was just talking like almost like kind of blaming the fans for the. Um, women's segments not getting ratings. Like, well, you got to watch it. We need ratings. They're the lowest rated segments. Blah blah blah. Um, to me, this shows like why they are because like this match barely got billed. It like it was just thrown there in a death spot. Yeah, and they don't build it. They're not they building their women's division. No, I, like, I hate. I we hate have to... no reason to care about Sheeta because like yeah. we don't know anything about her fucking character. Yeah, I was right. literally about to say like I. I, I appreciate that kind of that the women's division has been so wrestling focused, like as far as who's been the winners and stuff, like the champs and stuff so far, like versus the rest of AEW that has felt almost more sports entertainment y at times, like mm-hmm. than what they originally pitched to us as the concept. Right. Um, but man, we need just some character stuff going on in the women's division. Like, Riho had none besides that she was small. Yeah. Like, that was her only character. And then, you know. Yeah. Nyla Rose, I feel yeah. like. Is she injured or something? No. She's no. not there? Yeah. So here, this is like a weird, like, thing. And this just kind of shows the importance that they put on it, reflects back on what they get um, from the fans. There's a reason as to why the, the segments to me are going to be the lowest rates because we know they don't care. Mm-hmm. Nyla Rose a couple months ago got paired off with Vicky Guerrero. She has had five minutes of TV time since. Jesus Christ! Yeah. They're just yeah, they're not building him. Stupid. But then, but then they have no, you know, Jr. and and Shivani have no issues like fucking shilling for the the fucking AEW heels. Join now for more. It's like no, give us more. We're, we turned our goddamn channels to this. We're yeah. trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, don't shill out this thing that you clearly don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that match happened. Um, yeah. It was fine. It was a fun match, though. I mean, the, the match is in a bubble. Yeah. Good wrestling. If, if you had, like, seen this matches on YouTube from an indie promotion or whatever, like, before AEW, it would have been like, oh, fuck yeah, that was a solid match. Yeah. Um, it's just like being part of this larger weekly tv product it's not it's not clicking yeah um okay and then main event was moxley mox versus archer for the the title qualification match no disqualification match they just um it was good it was a lot of repeated spots from their new japan match okay that's what i figured i said it looks like they just tried to do their tokyo dome match but like here which was like fine because I'm sure plenty of people haven't seen them wrestle yeah. before. The the they were building up throughout the episode like that they that Archer was like attacking Moxley. Moxley was going to go attack Archer. So like, all right, no rules. How about you guys just have a no DQ match, which Eddie made King the main event much better. What happened? Eddie Kingston on commentary. I thought was a nice touch. I did yeah. too. I loved at the that was my favorite part. It was at the very end when Eddie Kingston came in and congratulated yeah. Moxley. Everybody congratulate John Moxley. No, that was, that was all really good. I mean, Eddie Kingston is... He's he, good. I, um, they should change his name to Eddie Money. I wonder if that's fact. ever been used. <laughs> Dude. 
Two tickets to paradise. Right here, baby. And it's two fists. And um, that was Sounds like you're offering handy. Tight. Two tickets to paradise, daddy. Can we can can we please just like end all our suffering now and get through this uh Let's talk about the second, the second, yeah, the the worst WCW show. That yeah, back to when I was a mere four Hall- years old. Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety five. Before we start, I want to say, well, we're starting. I just want to say I liked that this pay per view had a story from start to end. It this whole pay per view was about the Dungeon of Doom hating Hulk Hogan. Yes. And Which is a story we can all get behind in 2020. <laughs> every match was was almost every match someone from Dungeon of Doom against one of Hogan's friends. Um, no. there, there were like three or four. Because like Paige yeah. versus Johnny B. Bad was in a, in its yeah. own little bubble. Okay, there's a few bubbles. It just like um, it definitely does tell a story. I, I appreciate when pay per views pull that off. Yeah, um, it's rare, especially now. Like. During the Attitude Era, it, it happened a few times. Um, okay. Like, Survivor Series every year is about as close as we get. NXT will do it, like, when we had Undisputed Era drifting gold. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I love gold. Gold. Um, the unfortunate thing is that fuck this story that they told and fuck every single piece that, of it. Oh, my God. I knew so- it was bad. I hated it so much more. <laughs> so, the yeah. Dungeon of Doom existed... Just because Kevin Sullivan hated Hulk Hogan, am I yes, right? It, w- it was their plan to kill Hulkamania. And Kevin Sullivan was he ever a wrestler? Was he just a a backstage yeah. dude? The Taskmaster. Oh, he's, he's, he's a wrestler. I mean, he was yeah. a wrestler then too. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. So this is a, it's a little more. He, he in booked a way, his own divorce. Yeah, he booked his own divorce because Nancy oh, Benoit was Nancy Sullivan. Um, oh. He booked. Him, her splitting from him and going over to Benoit in kayfabe, which then led to them having an affair. And they had to travel him. together because that's how things were back in those days. Yeah. And he's, he's old school. He's like an old school Florida booker. And yeah. so he's like, all right, you guys got to be seen together when you guys pull into the building. Like, and fans have to see you. If you can stomach watching Chris Benoit matches, which not everyone can, and I don't I understand. for it. Yeah. yeah. Go watch if you want to see literally the weirdest stiffest match that is still 100 percent of work go watch kevin sullivan versus benoit's blow off to that feud it's so fucking weird because they're both laying it into each other but it's still obviously a work match they obviously hate the fuck out of each other but are still working it yeah dude i think this whole pay-per-view can be summed up by some of the names that have been forgotten to history shit like Max Muscle. Oh, like, God, Max like Muscle. The, the Yeti. Uh, the Yeti! But... Um, Brutus the Barber I mean, Beefcake as Zodiac. Oh, that's who that was? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. Yeah. There, was, there was some stuff I actually really liked. Me too. Me too, um, genuinely. What? Um, so, Explain yourself. Lot, I just want to <laughs> say, Shivani and... Was it Heenan? Yeah, yeah that's, that, that, that's always gold. They Except, were wearing tuxes. Yeah. And it was a four, Halloween Havoc is a formal event. Um, Bobby Heenan just kept getting mad, and it was frustrating. Yeah, Bobby the Brain Heenan 
I like, obviously it was just so much more of a part of the culture back then, mm-hmm. not in a good way by any means, but going back now where it's just like, dog, shut the fuck up about how sexy you think Kim is. <laughs> it's um, just like, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. So much. I have a confession to make. This Johnny B. Bad versus um, DDP okay. match was my first time ever seeing DDP wrestle. Oh, that's okay. I'm glad because this is the beginning of him being an okay wrestler. It's like, um, it's literally this feud. It gets so much better, but like, I'm glad you have room to go up. I yes. liked how I liked this match. Johnny B. Yeah. Bad was really slippery. And I it, was one of the, it was one of the best matches on the show. It's also, one of Johnny, two good matches, I think. Johnny B. Bad, like when I was a kid, he came to the WWF as a wild man, Mark Merrow. He was a uh, Sable. He's cousin. my husband. <laughs> Hi, Sable. Hello. Sable, nice to have you with us. I'm still drunk from last night. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, thank God. But uh, he used to be able to do a shooting star press, and Little Kid Eastside thought that was the fucking coolest. <laughs> uh, he was, he was real big. He was, he was real fucking big, like, for how, like, athletic and, aero, like, and aerial he was back then. Oh, yeah, especially for the time. Yeah. Um, uh, this comes, this is important because it comes back later. We had Zodiac versus Macho Man. Uh, if Macho Man won and Lex Luger won his match later, then Macho Man fought Lex Luger. Oh my God. Mm. Why? It's so convoluted. It's so Also, Macho Man had a torn tricep Oh, on this yeah. match and like and then, on his card. The reason why they were going to do that is because they were going to be like a, a team together was Sting, and Sting was like, no, my boy Luger is like a good dude, and Macho was like, I don't fucking believe it. And Macho Man, at the end of the day, probably had a right to get mad at me because of how things ended up with Luger later on down in his life, mm-hmm. and who ended up dying at his hands. But um, that's a fucking dark joke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky season, though. Uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, Macho Man like did win his convoluted match. Shit. Uh, let's, let's start at the beginning, though. Let's yeah, yeah. But that was, that's a good thing you had to point out. We did. Johnny B. Bad versus shit. DDP. Yeah, okay. um, this is yeah, yeah one of DDP's first okay ma- like matches. Like, yeah. Because he started so late, and he was just like, he was constantly improving. He just got thrown in there really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's kind of cool to see him, like, how how good he gets. And, like, yeah. Okay. Also with, isn't it wild with how big he was? Like as like just a person, yeah. That like, he was a manager before. It, it is weird. Like it, the his story, Diamond Dallas Page's story is fucking crazy. Like, bro, it's me. It's me. It's D D P P. Oh, uh, hey, hey there, uh, Dallas. Uh, thanks for saving my life. Oh, Jake, Jake, we, we got to get you back on the yoga, Jake. <laughs> Dude, okay, but just a quick aside, we do not need to go down it. Uh, you know, positive thoughts out there to Scott Hall. I think that man is uh back on the wagon. Mm-hmm. Or off the wagon, however that yeah, goes. It's off the, off the, off wagon. the wagon. You want to be on the wagon. He yeah, needs to he, get, it would be nice to, for him to get back on that wagon because he fell. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Pretty um, wrote, and then uh, after oh sorry. Oh, I, I was gonna say after the the Johnny B. Bad match was uh the Zodiac Randy Savage. Savage and then Kurosawa versus uh, Road Warrior Hawk. I actually so, liked it. I like that match. Kurosawa okay. is um, also known as Manabu Nakanishi, who just retired in New Japan. So, Okay. 
mm-hmm. like, um, this like this year, in February. I love that they're like, oh, we got to give him a different name. The one Japanese name we know, the name of the most famous Japanese director, yeah. Kurosawa. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it, it, it's like the equivalent of if they had just named him Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had a Macho Man promo. Uh, all, my only Ooh. note was Macho Man is the best person at speaking in professional wrestling. And half the time, you have no idea what he's talking about. Neither did he. Yeah. But oh yeah, just the way he would talk, he would talk kind of quiet. Then he would get loud. This was this is one of the all time like great what the fuck Macho Man rants of all time. Like this is the mustache is crooked. Yeah, they like use clips from this on Botchamania a lot. <laughs> I I also had a real weird realization that Kenny Omega is inspired by Johnny B. Bad, who was inspired by Macho Man. So Johnny B. Bad's like Macho Man light. And Little and, Richard. Yeah, well and, he's a, a direct Little Richard knockoff, which is troubling because Mark oh, Merrill is um, okay. not a person of color. If you no, he's definitely know that. just very tan. He's yeah. a like that was like intentionally offensive tan. Yeah. But the way yes. Kenny Omega talks is like a mix of Johnny B. Bad and then whatever anime shit it is. And it's like that, that was the connection I made. Wow. It's probably way oh, off stuck. base. But it, it felt like that. Uh we had JL versus Sabu with the original Sheik. JL is Jerry Lynn. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, so this is a Jerry Lynn with a match. mask. That got like three minutes on WCW for no reason. So questions. Sabu's the guy that almost killed Janela, right? No, that's John Zandig. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Sabu is one of like those ECW guys though that really oh, okay, okay. That really should no longer be around, but unfortunately him and his opinions still are. Yes. And then oh. Sheik is different from the Iron Sheik? Yeah, so this Correct. Sheik is Ed Farhart, who was a um a big deathmatch star. Like wrestling oh, okay. legend, especially over in the Midwest, like the Michigan, Minneapolis area. Area. And is okay. Sabu's uncle? Yes. And so no. then the Iron Sheik is inspired by him, or did he just call himself the Iron Sheik and is just, completely unrelated? Just the Iron Sheik. Yeah, it's same, like same concepts happening at different time, like different places, basically. And also, it's just like with those like. That's just like it's like the Kurosawa thing. It's like the one thing that like people would know from like the Middle East is a cheek. So, oh, okay. right, yeah. It's, you know, it's an easy, it's an easy connection for wrestling, especially in those times. It's like if you want somebody to sound foreign, like Baron, you know, like anyone who was like Rashki. yeah, was okay. Russian was a Baron. They're like the Sultan, like it's, the it's, sheik. Yeah, it's like a literal. Okay. Like you can visualize. Okay. Okay. Match. No, this match is one of those. If anyone out there is curious, because we've talked about Sabu, don't go watch it because it's not important. Well, it's not important, but it's one of those. It's a good example of watching Sabu in the way that we've talked about, where sometimes that man would go for it without knowing where he was going to land. And (laughs) so, like, you just watch a Sabu match. He's like, "Well, it looks like he biffed it there, but he did it with confidence." Uh, And this is definitely one of those matches. He did do everything with confidence, and he would biff things so much, but also. He was did a lot of cocaine. The most ridiculous stuff. Oh, he loves yeah. drugs. Yeah, yeah. Not um, a good person, but you he know. He set Jerry Lynn on fire at the end of this match. There we are. Oh my god, that fucking like the sheik just being like, "Need to do my fireball." <laughs> that was his get. That's like his. So gimmick. fucking stupid. But I mean, dude. I mean, but AEW keeps the fucking WCW alive and well. 
Uh, not like with fireballs, but it's just like unnecessary. But I yeah, why the it, fuck not throw a fireball? I would bet $100 right now by the end of year two, three at the latest, we have seen a fireball in AEW. Oh, 100%. I hope so, I hope so bad, though. I mean, we've already kind of seen it in NXT, though, so. That's, That's true. true. But yeah. they, waited a, they waited a while. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this Dungeon of Doom video. For one, there's the Taskmaster and the Master. That's yes. confusing. Make the names different. Yeah, they should, have, they should have made the names different. And I Googled who the Master was, and he's some Samoan dude. Yes. Right? And his the name King is... His, yeah, and maybe that's just me not knowing Roman Reigns' real last name, but it seems like the same last name? No. 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 Anoa'i. Anoa'i. Okay, okay, okay. There's Anoa'i, yeah. I was trying to find some connection, and Wikipedia was not helping. No, Ikea is, I believe, one of the few instances in wrestling of a Samoan not related to the the Anoa'i and... um, I uh, can't think of the other half of the family. The Rock's half of the family. Okay, okay. It was but, uh, it was just weird. Yeah, I I liked in this Dungeon of Doom thing how I like referring to the giant as an insurance policy. Anytime you have a big guy and you refer to him as an insurance policy, it's like, all right, we're dealing with a fucking crooked group of guys here. Yeah. Uh, and then, and, you know, it also seems... It, oh, oh, yeah. My God. And everything's like... It's like such a, like it's, it's such a bad movie. What yes. you mean, like oh, the yeah. Yeti being locked in a block of ice? It's not a bad movie. It's a bad episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Fuck yep. yeah, dude. Yep. Yes, but some of those are the best. Oh no, those are some of those are great. But I'm saying this is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is one that doesn't get put on those best of best of VHS tapes. That you yeah, yeah. With like yeah. five yeah. episodes on them. Yeah, it was it was insane. There's some all this prophecy shit. I tuned out a lot of it because I just was like, it doesn't matter and doesn't yeah, make sense. You yeah. and the rest of the entire world, like right. to the fact to the point that like this whole run is like it's only remembered for how bad it was, and people still forget aspects of it. Like I forget <laughs> about Hogan, Hogan being Dark Hogan without I being forgot, NWO like, Hogan. I remember he shaved his mustache, but I forgot why. Because it got shaved by the dungeon. Then I dude. fucking remembered real quick. <laughs> uh, Lex Luger versus Ming. Bad. Bad. I, I oh realized. God. I'll be back in two seconds. Okay. This <laughs> was the first this, time please. I have ever seen Lex Luger. Yeah. Well, like, because you look at him but, now and it's like, oh, you know, he's unrecognizable. Oh, no. I've never Googled him. In my head, I thought he was a big, tall, bald guy. Oh, Google, him, Google him now. Luther. Google him now, man. He's lost. All of his mass. But uh, he, his life uh, has been very sad. Yeah, he has had a sad life. Uh, you know, it was nice in that nostalgic sense to see Lex Luger uh, at, like, at his prime. Like, I was like, that's the guy that I do remember watching. Um, but what I don't remember was how fucking shitty he is in the ring. Yeah, I, and yeah. especially Ming. Ming and him are literally like the, maybe the worst possible combination of styles. Just two big, slow, lumbering dudes. Like, um, Lex Luger could be good-ish, like in matches with like workers, um, right? Exactly. I think that's what it was. Both of those. Him and Sting games, had some good fucking matches. But him and Luger on this night, both of them looked like they had better places to be. Yeah, just like yeah. they're just there getting their paycheck. It felt like no one was selling shit for anyone. No one was making anything look seamless. 
Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah, like part was... of the whole Samoan, like the Samoan like gimmick, was basically no selling at the time. Like they, there's mm-hmm. that it's a racist stereotype that then they used as part of the Samoan gimmick was that they have like super hard heads and oh. like wouldn't take like damage and also taking a headbutt from a Samoan wrestler was like devastating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so good on them for like turning that around and making it part of their gimmick, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But like, yeah. And so like no selling is literally part of like the Samoan gimmick back like traditionally and God, this, this sucks. And the yeah. fact that this match existed to set up another bad match. Yeah. Right. So yeah, right. This, the story here was a little strange. So there's thoughts that Luger might be working with the Dungeon of Doom. Um, yeah. Because they Sullivan. teased it with Sullivan. Yeah, because yeah, Sullivan. Sullivan doesn't attack him. Yeah. And so he ends the match in a DQ because he wanted Luger to win. Um, mm-hmm. Then we had an interview with the Giant. I like Lil Big Show. He's cute. I dude, no, and it, so. oh my god, and just how much is a fucking shining light of Mean Gene Okerlund? I like oh, oh. that oh. motorcycle interview with Hogan later. Oh my god, oh my god. dude! Oh, and like I forgot about the hotline. I yeah. forgot about all that stuff. One nine hundred nine zero nine ninety nine hundred. I love how anymore you watch is like number not still activated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and they like tried to match the, the font on screen, but it's like a digital newer font. <laughs> yeah, but it did. It made the giant, you know, it made it, the giant look physically massive, but uh, also, you know, I, young and scary. I fucking love young young Paul White. Like me too. One, he's very hot. Like kind of really daddy. hot. Yeah, and I, then I I, 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 I love wish, him when he's in the NWO because he's just uh, smoking. Delivery. I was gonna say this. I fucking wish that this was smoke, like cigarette smoking, era, <laughs> giant, because that was that's my favorite shit. Is just like the videos of him walking to the ring smoking a cigarette. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my so, god, what a time capsule! This is a so this is the giant when he first came. This is his first right? match. Match. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Uh huh. Um, what a shitty first match to seconds. have. Um, the next match is my favorite match on this card. Same. Um, and probably one of the top matches I watched this week. Uh, Flying Brian and Arn Anderson mm-hmm. versus Rick Flair and Sting. Um, Rick Flair Sting. Injured. There's yeah. just one reason I don't like it, and it's just all the finish. So oh, really? At the so beginning of the was, show. Oh yeah. This was my like whole. This was my first time seeing a Flair match where Flair's the dirtiest player in the game. I loved it. Um, I just don't like the finish, but granted, like, I I just know know what also goes on with with other things on this, like, going forward. So So at the beginning of the night, it looks as though Anderson and Pillman beat Flair down. So, like, Mm -hmm. when this match comes about, it's just Sting against two guys, and it's making Sting look real strong. Uh, and I actually really liked it. I thought, I, I don't remember Sting ever being that. The Sting that I remember is like the crow face Sting the most. This Sting, like ever since like he first won the title from Ric Flair. Man um, called like, Sting. Fucking best theme song ever. Um, um, Brian Zane, the wrestling with regret during the Ming match went, man called Ming on his recap <laughs> of this show. It's so fucking funny. But, um, um, he, he, he was always very strong. And that's why like, 
it was important that he was the crow. Yeah, character. but they pulled yeah. it off so well because you did have you had the whole crowd chanting "We want Flair." Yeah, he finally shows up, and you're like, "Oh, I can't wait for Sting to yeah. get." Um, it, like I said, Flair. it's in a bubble, like it's great. Um, but he's like, came, I know, came out wrestling in Dockers. Else. Dude, he came out not in his wrestling gear. I'm actually mad that he didn't like elbow drop his his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Like you did his jacket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you fired uh, me. I'm already fired. You can't fire, fire me. You can't fire me. One of the all-time great lunatic promos. <laughs> another another note I took is Arn Anderson is the revival. Uh, oh. Yeah. But yes. Like the, yeah. they want to be the brain busters, and Arn Anderson was in the brain busters. Uh, they want okay. to be him and Tolly Blanchard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Arn, I've never seen Arn Anderson wrestle. And what man, you've never I seen a spinebuster? He's gonna do it. You saw your I, first spinebuster this week. I mean, I've seen him do them as an old man. <laughs> yeah. Sure, and they still look good, but nah, he really that one he did to Dolph a couple of years ago was so good. It was good. Um, uh, I did. I thought they built tension in this match though really well. I thought you know it's like oh you, you just want Sting to get that tag on Flair. The second Flair gets a tag and he just beats the shit out God, of Sting. I love. I love like. The crowd didn't even really boo Ric Flair that much. Like, they're just like, yeah, yeah. I think, again, like, on Wrestling with the Red, he, I, like, watched his recap of this um, before even watching it this week for this. And he's like, it's basically the, that Simpsons meme. Like, say it. But it, say it is, turn on, turn on Sting. He turns on Sting. Yeah. <laughs> it also just makes Sting, Sting look like such an idiot because of what happens also later on. Like this whole show just like designed like was designed to make Sting look bad. Well, that was kind of the <laughs> WCW nice. way because he was Fuck. he was the franchise. Yeah. Like he was never going to leave them. Like it was kind of like Undertaker. Like I think Bruce Pritchard even said like Undertaker still brings up that Pritchard owes him for some of the WrestleMania matches he got during mm-hmm. the WCW, like WW, like the Monday Night Wars and shit. Because, oh. like, they're so brutal, but they always knew that Undertaker wouldn't leave the company. So, so they'll fucking put him with King Kong Bundy. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk about monster trucks? Let's talk about monster <laughs> trucks. All right, I, like so, they, uh, I like how on Let's commentary. talk about... Murder. I like how before, right before the match, they have Bischoff up there, and then the dude who just made the monster trucks is also there. Which yeah. I, that is that's a fun thing that you do not see anymore. And like, I forgot monster trucks being so cool, man. The monster trucks were Digger. so cool when I was Grave Digger versus Sting versus Undertaker is the WrestleMania match we know we really should have gotten. <laughs> should have got it. That's true. Um, because like I used to play a, a game, a monster truck racing game on my computer. And it, there was a Rock one and a Steve Austin one on there. Hell yeah. Um, I do feel like there was a solid five years where professional wrestling and monster trucks entertained the exact same, like, Venn Di- the Venn diagram oh, was yeah. a circle. Oh, yeah, 100%. And they were both by far the biggest audiences either have ever had. Yeah. 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 I haven't been to a monster truck rally since the late 90s. The exact center of that Venn diagram was my next-door neighbors when I was a kid. <laughs> I was the Cunningtons. <laughs> All right, so we got... This is billed as a monster truck sumo match. The trucks were welded together. Uh, there were charges for explosions. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so it was like, so like like a circle of like chairs, basically with charges yeah. on them. So once the hel- once one of the monster trucks got pushed out, it would explode. There were there was a helicopter cam. I love they Brian Heenan. Who's no flying sh- that thing? Get back in the cockpit. 
Brian, um, Bobby the Brain Heenan, I mean. Uh, spared no expense. Uh, this is why yeah. the company fucking went out of business. It's because they did dumb shit like this and just wasted Dude, all of Ted Turner's money. Yeah. Yeah. So Hulk yeah. ended up winning. Uh, the giant got out and chases him. And um, they start standing on the ledge. They're on top of whatever Detroit building they're in mm-hmm. or next to a river. And the giant uh, ends up falling. And then Hulk Hogan, I love right of that happens. No! No surprise. No, brother! Brother! Yeah, yeah, it's like the Hogan, it's the equivalent of like when Hogan would kick out right after three um, <laughs> in matches that he would lose to like still look strong. This was like him still trying to look babyface after murdering someone. Oh, yeah. So where where did he go? Did he actually like, fall into they, the river? Yeah. They nev- yeah. No, like they never explained because like never. there's like a big gap between like the river and like the, like where he would yeah. fall. It's a like, whole, you wouldn't have to get whole, like, like five lane street. Like, it is so strange. It's effective because uh, to this day, I'm like... They don't even explain it! At, tw- at, at my age right now, I'm like, I don't know how they did that. Like, I don't know how they did it. It wasn't like the Money in the Bank one where you knew Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black fell onto a pad. Yeah. Like, well, the thing, they, they probably just had like, like, they probably had something set up for him to fall, obviously. They probably yeah. had a, like a pad there or whatever. I'm sure there but was like another ledge right below. Never, Show. It explained it to yeah. the people, and it he took just, him so long um, to get back. I, and he just, but guessing, he just shows up, but he's not even yeah. wet or anything. Just like, hey, it's me, I'm the giant. I'm guessing he has a harness concealed under that jacket in some way too, because like he's wearing the monster truck. Mm. Um, oh yeah, that's jacket, true. Like, full that's full true. jumpsuit, no. and he has like the way he falls, like you don't see his back. I bet like I know like, a pad and like a giant like like. Some, something tells me at some point I want to get a monster truck uh, like fucking full suit. Yeah, no, no. yeah, that's I, I do too. Um, we had Lex Luger versus Macho Man. Macho Man won. It was bad. It was yeah, so it was bad. bad. It was really like, bad. Luger, In short, yeah, Luger was not at his best at this period, like at no. all. And Macho Man had a, like it was a torn or detached tricep muscle. It was a torn like, tricep. Yeah, yeah, it was, and just couldn't like he was obviously in pain and couldn't move one of his arms and didn't want to land on it. Weird, like his elbow drops look so shitty on this because mm-hmm. he lands with his feet almost straight down. Oh, oh yeah, like kind of like I kind of slides off of yeah. it. It's so weird. Then this is the weirdest part of the show. Bobby Heenan. This is, is the mad weirdest part? at Tony Schiavone because Tony won't go outside to see what's happening. And yeah. it felt like it went on for so long. Oh, and then he gets up to go get information and then comes immediately back and sits down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, honestly, this whole last part was so awful. Hulk Hogan is so fucking shitty in the ring. The Giants yeah. not good in the ring. Oh, my God. There's so many yeah. like, back rakes and like, brother, I'm hulking up. It's yeah, just, I will say, it though. It went on that- way too long. Hogan has the formula for this match down to a science because like this is like his every other match and like he hits a finish hulks up he hulked up twice he hulked up twice fucking twice he had the same design on his head that the Taskmaster did at one point Uh yeah and they didn't explain shit he wasn't acting bad he didn't lose because he was under someone's control he was also like fucking 
just like wearing black without the mustache, and it fucks me up. Yeah, I so hate it. I hate it's looking what, at him without the mustache. He looks insane without a mustache. I don't like it. Dude, oh him. my I don't god! Like him anyway. How I skinny? Really don't like this one. Plus, how much skinnier he is at this point in his career too, yeah. like, than he had been. And it's I know we also weird. I know we're, we want to wrap this up soon, but I, the, oh my God, the fucking Hulk Hogan at that, at the motorcycle giveaway thing that fucking Mean Gene was there. And that guy with his fiance who looked like a 12 year old, which is not, you know, that's not to say, you know, God bless them both. But like, uh, oh, it was so fucking weird. It was so yeah. weird. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan just being like, yeah, brother. Oh yeah. It's a great motorcycle. And then Mean Gene just, or not Mean Gene. Bobby the Brain Heenan just calling that dude who won that motorcycle a fucking redneck. He's like, yeah, it's probably going to look great in his front yard on those cinder blocks next to a $4 pool. <laughs> like, damn, dude, that's I, a I, fucking I, fan. I, I, I will say Bobby the Brain Heenan, he was uh, unapologetically a heel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 he at least like just fucking ran with it. Like, you know, some of the wishy-washy-ass heels these days. Yeah, Corey Graves, he wants to be Heenan so bad. Like, yeah. And at times shows the potential to do it. It's just like a mixture of him not quite being there and then yeah. the WWE formula these days doesn't allow for it. Yeah. So, okay, so that match, the match with Hogan and the Giant was obviously convoluted, ridiculous, and ended in yeah. a big old fucking... Let's, oh let's my get, God, let's, the fucking let's ending. The finish. I gotta talk, let's talk about this bear hug, dude. The dual bear hug between the Yeti. The let's hug. talk about how this all starts. Yes, thank you. Jimmy Hart attacks Hogan. Savage and Luger come out to like so, save Hogan. What, what, so what's really dumb about Jimmy Hart attacking Hogan, and it's actually just really dumb about Jimmy Hart being with him anyways, is back, like, Jimmy Hart was always a heel for the longest time in WWE. Or WWF. He, for some reason, joined Hogan when he teamed up with Brutus Beefcake at WrestleMania 9, and then they brought them both together to WCW, which never made sense to me because... It's because Jimmy, Jimmy, Hart, Jimmy Hart's shoot was deal. Hogan's shoot manager, manager. Yeah. And, um, in, in real life, like Terry Bollea's manager. And like also, and Brutus was Hogan's weed, weed, weed carrier <laughs> on airplanes. Like, and no so, joke. So, all right, that's kind of um, random, though. Yeah. Just so like when he, turned, when he turned on him, it's like, of fucking course he did. Like, uh, the yeah. mouth of the South, like, mm-hmm. worse. I just couldn't, my brain, and I still can't get the image of that fucking shitty bear hug of just fucking the giant with his hands clasped around Hogan for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's just but, like, you're not squeezing it. Then the Yeti yeah. coming in. Dude, and just getting, getting, getting Hogan from behind at the same time. Fucking Ron Reese. Yeah. Super giant ninja. He's big. He's big as, he's big yeah, as that, fuck. That, he turned from the Yeti, like, literally a couple weeks later, was the super giant ninja. <laughs> so, the, so, yeah. Savage and Luger ended up coming out, too, and Luger attacked Savage, so that proves that Luger was working with the Dungeon of Doom. Mm-hmm. This thing's an idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he put and then oh. Luger Luger put Hogan in the torture rack. Um, I will say a, that the torture rack is always impressive. It is cool. It is. It's cool. Like Luger put because Luger putting that on like Hogan. Hogan's just as big as as Luger. Um, but yeah, the giant won by DQ, but the belt didn't change hands. Uh, but then it did on Nitro. Yeah, but oh. then it got stripped of him for for Hart's interference. My favorite so he part won about the that. title in his first match, but 
a couple of days later and then had it stripped immediately. Yeah, well, it's because Jimmy Hart, right? Jimmy Hart had put in some sort of stipula- a secret stipulation that even in the DQ, that the, maybe the belt would change hands. My yes. favorite part about that, though, is when the Giant's holding the belt and Michael fucking Buffer is yelling at the Giant. Like, it doesn't change hands in the DQ! It doesn't change hands. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, I'd be intimidating to yell that by Michael Buffer. Like, imagine that yelling voice. I'm like, dude, this that, guy got paid like a million dollars to be here. Like the fucking, yep. like, protagonist of Skyrim, just Fusaro dying. Yeah, know? dude, he, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the fucking, the Yeti, the Yeti, who's a mummy, comes and gives the worst bear hug, just, like, hugs Hogan. Hugs and then, and then like, kind of grinds on him. Yeah. He kind of, like, prom, Brian. like, leaves room for Jesus, like, dances with the giant if like if hulk hogan was the like was teacher step jesus walking yeah. through the middle of them going oh leaving room for jesus yeah yeah, yeah. it was like a it bear was, hug like, like i didn't know hump. jews wanted to get freaky like this <laughs> it was, Dude, it was 33 year old virgin of course he did <laughs> um but yeah that was halloween havoc where's your where's your questions oh i was asking them throughout the show Oh, okay, I thought if you yeah. had like some questions you wanted to get through because this is a fucking chore to watch. It yeah. was insane. I it, it's but so, also roughly it's, three hours. It took me five days to watch it. Yeah, exactly. But it's so bad, like that it's good to a point. But because I enjoyed so the bad. story. There were a couple stories that all came into one story. Like I know they don't have good payoffs, okay. but I enjoyed it for next month. We we talked about watching some Survivor series. There is a Survivor series. Wait, is it Survivor series or King of the Ring where Rock turned? It was King of the Ring. Never mind. But we should watch the King of the or Ring. Survivor where... series, Deadly Game. Oh yeah. So we can we should watch that because that is one yeah. story. Through I almost just spoiled the end of the story for you, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Um, because it's one story throughout. It's Vince Russo's best show booked by far ever. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay. really okay. good. Okay. So we'll yeah, yeah, give yeah, an example of a, pay- one, a one story throughout a whole pay-per-view paying off at the end. It's, it's okay. Great. Yeah, I'm cool. way down. Um, but yeah, that was Halloween Havoc, 95. It was bad. It's a so blast bad. from the past. It's a blast from the past, though. It, like, it, it really is a fun look at just how off the rails WCW could be. Yeah. I uh, and also, like, less than half of these people. One year later... They were going to be running with like the most realistic, cool fucking angle too. The NWO mm-hmm. in a year. Damn, um, that went I off the also, rails real quick too, though. But I also um, really want to watch Sting stuff. It's good, man. Go Sting! It's no, good. Like, I want to watch the Pro Transformation. Um, that's yeah, cool too because you actually don't do have to watch have any matches. Year? Yeah, yeah. You have a year though to watch a bunch of nitros where he's just up in the. Uh, the fucking rafters. I bet mm-hmm. someone has made a supercut compilation that is just like, just a year long. Like a brief history of it, I should yeah. watch. I bet Absolutely. someone has done a compilation. Yeah. Brief um, history of Sting. That's my new novel. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it's but show. it's a it's a biography about the police. <laughs> the band. The band. Not the uh, about. It actually about tantric sex. It's about tantric sex and law enforcement. About tantric oh, sex, no. bass playing. And Have we mentioned Isai and I's uh, tag team idea? It's uh, Sting and Sting in B costumes. Yeah, Sting and Sting and, and, and B Jerry, costumes. Sting and Sting and Jerry Steinfeld. <laughs> He's their manager. Oh, uh, what? What to do with the the, the beast? The bees? 
What's the deal with pollen? What the deal with the fact that I dated a 17-year-old? <laughs> What's the deal with that made a movie about a woman wanting to fuck a bee? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that was the show, and this is our show. So uh, do all the stuff. Find us on the internet. Check us out. Do that. Do that. Go to go to bit.ly slash suck your own. And how about you educate yourself a little bit? Why don't you yeah. fucking change? I got a shit ton of shirts in my garage. I want to get rid of them. So buy them or just fucking hit me up. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, we're out there. We're moving and we're shaking. Thank you yeah. for listening with us in the spooky yeah, season. Fun. Oh, fun. How yeah. fun, is, how fun for, is it? Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Happy Rusev, boys. 316 says destination unknown. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. I don't say that. Did you vote for Rudy Soto?